While we'll be consuming alcohol throughout the show, should you choose to join in, we ask that you only do so where it's legal, safe, and in moderation. We also welcome your feedback and suggestions on our Instagram at Movies Rock Podcast. And should we say anything rude, non-inclusive, or otherwise wrong, we apologize in advance. We are affirming of all, so with that being said, offense or ill will is never our intent. Now let's get back to the show. I didn't realize this, but I forgot to say it the last episode. You know we've cracked the half century mark, right? Oh, that was, man. What does that mean? We have. We're on episode 50 51, dude. Inglorious Bastards was 50. Wow. That's well, nuts. Unfortunately, well, how many was I here for? How many of those was I here for? You've been here for almost half of them. Wow. Yeah, about half what of a- them. I'm going to throw a short one top shelf because he and I went back and listened. Pick Breath of the Wild for two separate sequential hey, episodes. It, I think it's worth it personally. I think it's worth it twice, dude. It was that good. So anyways, but yeah, so we are at episode 51 right now. Yes, episode 51. And today we are going to be talking about Gone Girl, the direct, the movie directed by uh, the great movie directed by David Fincher. But before we get into that, I wanted to go ahead and just ask Derek a simple question. Don't don't start with me. You know you don't want to start with me. <laughs> How are those mitts looking, baby? Ma! Oh, <laughs> I just covered the whole screen. Oh, jeez. I got scared. Right. I actually just felt his hand in my in my think- in my room. It's crazy. <laughs> Is it? Do you guys remember that uh, movie poster for that movie Krampus? Yes. And it was just like these claws those. over the snow globe. Yes, yes, oh, yes. That's, yes. What, it, that's what those that reminded me of. Were those your hands? <laughs> yeah, they asked me to stand in. That makes and sense I, to me. I thought I was watching an EMF. I thought I was watching an EMF video. It's unbelievable. Oh, Anyways. God. Wow. What a throwback. <laughs> yeah, that was a throwback, Anyways. dude. Anyways, all right. The so, cowbell. I can hear it now. As always, it is I, Tomas. We are the Murder Boys. And um, I have, of course, as always, Eric. Hello. And Derek. Yo, yo. Yo, yo, yo. Everyone's a little hyped up today, man. We're all a little hyped up. We've been chatting. Yeah, yeah we have. We, we have. We did, we did the pregame. Up. We warmed up. already had a beer. We did do a warm up. That's like the only time that me and Derek are actually friends and we're not recording a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> and then we immediately talk about, well, because we talk about movies that we have very stark differences on yes uh, yeah yes uh, like you know it's all respect you as a person but not as your movie taste i know it's funny it's like the podcast yeah the podcast is like our kryptonite for our friendship <laughs> but luckily we're not in luckily we're not in the podcast at all times otherwise we would just never make it <laughs> yeah but now I, now i've moved i'm only what 30 minutes away mm-hmm. maybe we can record like we are sitting in the same room at some we're point. Gonna, we're gonna make Tomas jealous because we're as long as we don't punch room. each other because no, no, I no, might no. get I, pissed off. I just think that one time, but soon, soon, I think we should get together for a vacation. That's what I'm just saying. Maybe okay. not this coming year, but definitely we need to get together for a vacation. Yeah, and, and we do sunny we do. Las Vegas. Yes, <laughs> and, 
if anybody's listening to this and you actually can monetize it, we'd love to do one in person live. It's going to be super fucking boring because no one really cares what we have to say. You're not. Hey, that's not how you it. sell it, dude. <laughs> You're moving along, right? Yeah. So we're, we're not, we're not really. Needle, man. Look at Tomas with that hard sell coming in. You yeah, know? dude. And, and, but you know, I, I, it's called it's called reverse psychology. It's like, oh, that sounds no. amazing. Let's just keep doing yeah. it. I don't think that's how that's supposed to work. <laughs> All right. Well, as always, this movies on the rocks. We're here to talk about talk shit about movies, talk shit about everything, talk shit about Derek. So, but that's we, right. do this, <laughs> <laughs> we do all this while we drink, while we drink. So let's go ahead and go to the actual drinks. Derek, what are you drinking? No, nope, not going first. I go first every episode. Fuck off. Exactly because your you, yours takes the longest. Yes. Okay, well, I've been drinking this, and when the first time I I took a sip just before we started recording, and it's I thought it was light. awful then. Um, and I've been drinking it since then, and now it's just kind of normalized, so I might actually finish it. I wanted to try, you know, the Kroger. I go for the, the six pack, the oh, yeah. sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. And, yeah. and they had, uh, you know, a new, few new picks that I hadn't had before. And I was like, well, I can't have that. I got to have them all. So I picked up the ones I hadn't had. And one of them is Budweiser Zero. Oh, wow. Is that literally zero oh. calories? Uh, no, it's Carbs? 50 calories. Oh, God. This is, I can't finish this. What? I didn't realize it until I just watched this. I just read it. What? I hadn't read it the whole time. All right, tell me. <laughs> I'm going to read the label to you guys. Yeah. Budweiser Zero, 50 calories, zero grams of sugar, 0.0 alcohol by volume, full flavored zero alcohol brew. <laughs> He's drinking an O'Doul's. He's drinking an O'Doul's. It's an O'Doul's. It's That's exactly what this is. The man didn't know until right now. Well, now I have an excuse to not finish this. So, I, of course, I had a backup. That is so funny, bro. Oh, my God. I can't believe I didn't notice it until just this moment. Like, he I've thought, been thinking it for a full he, 20 minutes. He was like, he was like, yeah, man, I could keep going my keto. My keto will work out. <laughs> 50, ca- well, 50 calories is fine. Calories anyway, is I'm going to move on. Yeah, oh, geez, yeah, that's, yeah, funny. yeah. that's so funny. All right. Anger Richard, Hard Cyber, Chris Apple. Of course, it's there we go. your favorite of all Perfect. time. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, it tastes like fun candy. It's fantastic. Yeah. Moving on. <laughs> Eric, what do you got, man? I'm drinking a very large 32 ounce New York Giants tumbler. <laughs> That's unfortunate. Full, full of vodka soda. Your New is, that, York is that because the other team New didn't York try? Football or Giants. Uh, are you talking, Derek? What are you talking about right now? Are you talking about the Giants? Well, notice that I said the other team because I don't even know who the fuck they play. The other so. team, yeah. I know. <laughs> the other team was a and I podcast world. I don't give a shit. We're going to talk about the Giants right now. I love the Let's Giants. Let's do it. Okay. The, the New York and Football the Giants. The New York Football Giants came in <laughs> to Week One wearing their party hats because they came to play, my friend, <laughs> and they did. They beat a very, very good. Tennessee yes, Titans team. They are. And the Giants. Oh, the Titans? Come the on. Titans. Yeah. Bro, the they Titans are good. The Oilers. Titans are yeah, good, yeah. man. Now they're the Titans. They were also good. bad. They're good. They, no, no, the Titans are good. You don't the last even watch two years, sports. They've been really You're good. right. I don't know. I'm just <laughs> yeah, yeah. The, last two, I'm the last two, three years, they've, they've been really close to making they're it. very the good. Like, yeah, really like close. Real close. They are good. <laughs> and we beat them. Week one at their house and I ran around my house like a crazy person because I wasn't even <laughs> expecting it and it was awesome and that's all I have to say about that what are you drinking so I, have, I have a serious question for you before we move to that because I saw this lovely little family photo of you and Reba and your your giant that's true yes fucking cult shit um, <laughs> watch, watch the question is and your toe. the question okay. is 
does Doug and the other dog, because I don't remember the other dog. Fergie. Name, do they have jerseys? So Fergie has one, and Doug had a, a Giants kerchief, because Doug's huge. So yes. I didn't buy Big him boy. a jersey yet. But he ate the kerchief because he was a puppy and he was an idiot. But Reba said that actually <laughs> when we were watching when we were watching the Giants this weekend, she was like, and Reba doesn't give a shit about sports at all. My wife doesn't care. And she doesn't care about the like she only supports the Giants because I do. But she yeah. was like, when I was there was a point at the end of the game where I was like, you know what? I'm so happy, Reeves, because they were mark really... of a supportive wife. Yes, yes, it was. And I was like, Reeves, I'm so happy because the Giants are just being competitive. I know they're gonna lose. They're not gonna win this game, but they're being so competitive. <laughs> I, I really, I appreciate yeah, really their hard trying. work. Yeah, they really, and like, you just don't see that very often from the Giants. No. So like, I was, I was like so happy. And Reba's like, you know what? We got to get, we got to get uh, Dougie a new Giants kerchief. That's what we need. We need to get him a new kerchief or a jersey. Cause that's why that's, that's, they're going to, he's going to need it for them to win. And lo and behold, they won anyway. Could you believe that? I was shocked. Go on to walmart.com, get him a human jersey and then. Stitch it. It doesn't fit. work. I've tried. I've tried. You have to like actually be a seamstress. It doesn't just work like that. Yeah. He's 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 definitely got a big body. <laughs> he's a, he's a very big, large. He's body. a big boy. He's, he's a, big, a big, boy. big boy. Big boy. But anyway, enough about me. Enough of the Giants. Tomas, what are you drinking, bro? Definitely I mean, I'm doing Giants. Old Faithful up, as always. I'm I'm drinking, of course, out of my Canes thing, like I always do, because this weekend we play Texas A and M, baby, under the lights at Kyle. Oh God, Field. we're still going on with the sports. Yes, ball. yes, baby. Uh, who, Saturday, who, but... I don't pay attention to college too much. Who won? Nobody, A&M. nobody won. They, they play. They play this weekend. Oh, they play actually. this weekend. Okay, my bad. Okay, yeah. They A&M shook hands actually, at the end. That was A&M, the end. A&M, A&M <laughs> lost this past weekend to like Appalachian State, dude. Yeah, teams. I know. I saw that. Wow. <laughs> That's nuts. But yeah. either way, so I'm just drinking Old Faithful, dude. Uh, actually, it's Bacardi Black. Oh, look Bacardi at you. Black. It's nice. I like Bacardi Classy Black. guy getting that high yeah, quality Yeah, baby. Shit. Getting that getting that good shit, what dude. What is that age for like another 10 years or something? No, I don't know. They just, it's just, a, it, it, it's aged. Is another flavor? Four Does it taste like the apple one? It used to be, the, it used to be Oakheart. That's what it used to be. Does it, it taste Bacardi good? Oakheart. I Do you love like it. it? Yeah, cool. yeah, I like right. it a lot. It's real good. Sweet. Good stuff, man. Good news. Mm. Good news. Yeah. Giants but anyways, moving on. Derek, moving don't, on. Don't start with me, okay? We just got on here. Do not you start. You watch this fucking movie. We're going there, bud. Oh, <laughs> to talk about I, it. I can't. Before wait. we get to, anyway. Before we get to that, let's go ahead and take it to of the day. <laughs> Today, in the year of our Lord. I need you to give the full date. 2022. You didn't say the date. Uh, I don't have to say the date. Okay, you know fine. Okay, so September 14th. Fuck you. This is bro. imperative. I'm getting there. I know, but then well, it's okay. going to be released. This show this show's going to be yes, released in February it's, of 2021. It's relevant. <laughs> I'm getting there. Okay. 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 All, right. all right. So, who's, you want to go with the news first, bro? All right, all right, all right. So first, I want to highlight something. Do you guys know what today is the anniversary of? No. Uh, the day your balls dropped. Mm. About, I, don't know, I got a better one. I one year ago. I, yes. yes. I got a better one. I got a better one. I got a better one. The day you actually got pubic hair. Oh, God. Really? Really? Still that? Okay. Anyway. Um, <laughs> well, that a year ago from this recording. Dropped. A year ago from this recording. Uh-huh. We published our last episode on anime from Eric's pick. 
<laughs> it's been a year since What's I picked an anime. A year ago today? <laughs> today? Well, it was the sixth. Oh, paprika? I'm today. Okay, so a little bit about paprika? Uh, no, no, he picked. Was it paprika? Hold on. It was paprika. Uh, I did it pick was paprika. paprika. That was my pick. Okay, it then yeah, it was paprika. Yeah. So it, it's been, I waited a year. I waited a year, you motherfuckers. Okay. <laughs> and so I mentioned this before the episode. Oh, I mentioned this before the episode. It's my pick at the end of this episode, and you made me watch oh, a no. shitty ass movie, and we're going to talk about oh, it. But no. you need to be on your best behavior because I got more than one reason than just spite to pick an anime this time. Listen, bro. Listen, I do, I'll tell you this. I'll tell you this. I gave I, you a year. I do appreciate you giving a year because, first of all, only a crazy person like you would actually track the date, number one. I just hadn't to notice it, honestly. But yes, you're right. But number two, I think it's unfair for you to expect me to act proper and then you could say and do whatever the hell you want. You know, you're not wrong, mm-hmm. but uh, nah, I don't give a shit. It's fine. <laughs> oh, shit. All I, right. I, all right. If you, listen, listen. If you want to choose an anime, it's been a year. Do you? But I'm going to I'm gonna tell you. We shall see, mon capitan. Okay. We shall see. <laughs> it's just like that episode in, uh, in uh, Family Guy when, uh, when he asked for Brian's money. And then he's like, all right, well, it's my turn for revenge. Like, come on, Brian. When are you going to do it, Brian? When are you going to do it? <laughs> like, you'll never know. <laughs> all right. So, all right. So, d- let's talk about some news, baby. And this is sure. something quite up your alley. So, today, we saw that the new trailer came out for Zelda 2. Oh, God. Yesterday, I... but yes. Yesterday, was it? Or today? Yeah, it was yeah, yesterday. Yeah, I, I saw it yesterday. It was yesterday. Okay, okay. So, yeah, because it was Nintendo so Direct. I was foaming at the mouth. Me too, I haven't seen the trailer yeah. yet. I haven't sat down to watch it. It's amazing. Yeah. It's very, very vague. And it's fine. I'm yeah, still of course, it's like, always. It's like what, maybe sixty seconds of video. Um, if it's even like action, even if it's yeah, even if it's that much, because like the first sixty seconds is like just like weird still visuals of like Hyrule, <laughs> but yeah. like mm-hmm. but like in anyway. Go ahead. Sorry. <laughs> but no, 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 no. But um, but I got I found something the other day, and it's um, it's a great little article. Um, especially for people like me, who I'm not a completionist, and it's great. It's a fantastic little tip. So uh, there is a um, there is a way for you to get all of the Korok seeds in ten minutes. Not possible. Don't, not possible. Don't you fuck with me. Not possible. That is the only part that I haven't finished. I made a joke in so, our text thread earlier. I have 240 <laughs> days to hit 100 percent before yeah. this next so game comes the, out. The only Dude, bad thing about it. Only bad thing about it. Is that it's basically like you have to, you're gonna have to start a new file from scratch because it has to be it's a process and you have to start from the beginning for the process. But I'm gonna show this is I'm gonna show the, the guys you you anybody listening you won't be able to see it but I'm gonna show you it's actually there's a YouTube video get 99 Korok seeds in 10 minutes it's 999 Korok seeds in 10 minutes. I think it's only a thousand, aren't there? Yeah, there's uh, there's nine hundred. It was like nine hundred. No, it's that's it's nine hundred and ninety nine. I think isn't that like so? The, yeah. So in ten minutes, you guys can have it if you want. I've to. only got like seven hundred to go through. That. Free, but anyways, but yeah, but you have to start like from the beginning, from the jump, and I, it tells you the whole process. I'm not gonna do that because I'm I gonna just, share it with you guys. I'm gonna share yes, it with please you guys do. Just so you see. But is it? I feel like it's cheating, probably. <laughs> And, and it's gotta and be. I love it. If yeah. you're leaving the, the, the initial island thing, 
yeah. in 10 minutes. You didn't do that. Eh, well, no, it's I, the way you do it and how you you have to you have to go there first kind of thing. And then you have to go and come back with some piece of hardware and then come back to the island. And when the Korok seeds pop, pops up, boom, you get 999 Korok seeds. Like oh, it's like a like a glitch or a hack yeah, kind yeah, of it's like a hack, yeah. Okay, mm. okay. So All I right. just said there's no way guys. I can do that. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not going <laughs> to do that either. Oh, why I just not? Can't. Why not? Because I'm a purist. I'm a purist. Because I've got like 500 Whatever. hours logged in my current game, dude. I have. Dude, I, I just at made. It. I just made you. I hate my life now. I've done 500 hours. I can just do it in 10 minutes. I just, <laughs> dude. It's real though. Like I just looked at my. So I speaking of Breath of the Wild, I literally. I had to download the digital version of it because I got that game when I first got the Switch years ago. Mm-hmm. And I played that cartridge so much. It's bad. It doesn't it's work. Bad. It stopped working. Oh, and I was like in the middle of my third time playing it. And I was like, yeah, there's no way in hell that I'm not going to continue this. So I just downloaded it again. <laughs> I paid for it again a second time. Still worth it. Oh, yeah. worth it's it. worth a million it. percent. I could put in, so I was looking at how many hours I played. I put it, I haven't put in as much as he has. I'm, at, I'm in like the 350 range. But could you like a hundred and twenty dollars for three hundred and fifty hours of it? Well, it's worth easily it. worth it. Well, it's worth, worth it. Now, I oh, will yeah. say, no, no. I will say, I would much. Okay, there's this whole ongoing thing about how you know games are getting more and more expensive. We've talked about it here on the show, yeah. right? Yeah, and yeah. I I would much rather them charge sixty dollars for the game, me get my money's worth, fall in love with the game, and then just buy it a second time. I think that's a lot more fair than other people who maybe bought it and for whatever reason, wrong or right, they didn't like it, right? And they're only out sixty bucks. Yeah. I would much rather them have have that kind of structure where. Basically, I could just buy it again because, you know, it's probably worth it. And yep. I'm sure as, I bought all the expansion packs. I'm going to buy the you new too. one. I'm, I'm, I haven't turned on my Switch in easily a month. I mean, I'm moving for sure. But, you know, a month and I'm still going to go and pre-order that fucking game. Oh, Undoubtedly. hell Undoubtedly. yeah. Uh-huh. Hell yeah. yeah. For real. Shut Dude, up it's and a take great my game. money. You can have it. I don't care. It's a wonderful, wonderful game, and I'm buying it. I know. It. It's just, and I can't wait for the new game to come out. I'm just like, it's just every every aspect of that game. Even though I, I'm not, I'm like I said, I'm not completionist, but like, I when I when it comes out and I play it till the end, and and I beat the game, I'm like, I feel extremely satisfied every single time. I mean, like, even I if just, you don't, I feel you. Even if you don't complete the game, which is incredibly, it's a game. it takes a long time to do that. Even if you don't complete it, it's still a, a, a million, like such a great experience. The whole it's game, a, the storyline is good. All of it's fun. And speaking of Korok seeds, I think I've only found like 250 of them. If that. <laughs> I think I'm in the 700s or something like that's that. Crazy, that's crazy, dude. That's I've been hunting them for the bad. last year. Yeah. But I only play... Find- for like you know a few hours at a time and then i'll put it down for a week yeah you'll yeah, find I'm... them you'll find them all if you just watch youtube videos but i refuse to do that like i refuse <laughs> to do it i do too just because i you know how much it irritates me knowing that i already have 75 percent of them yeah so i'm about to spend like it's a 10 hour video that's usually on youtube or some shit like that i gotta spend 10 hours watching this youtube video following it step <laughs> for step to only make 25 percent progress Mm. and you know plus i do i do still enjoy just turning on and wandering around the world that's what i like the fucking game dude i was just i think i just texted you guys that like this is the third time i'm playing it through and i've been to places and found things that i've never seen before i put in over 350 hours 
new stuff. You know, this is the thing that always bothered me. So you know how, since we're going to get deep in the weeds here, you know when you pull up your map and you can see where you've been, your little path. Yeah, I love that. This thing's so awesome. Yeah, yeah. You know that it just starts deleting after a certain point, right? Mm-mm. Yeah. It only recalls so many hours of gameplay. Oh, shit. Oh, so then that's just so, probably yeah. <laughs> So, like, I, I I used to use that as a method to see where I had been and probably where Karoxies were. You're going to have to start taking but, pictures. <laughs> but now, like, you can see as I, you know, move on one side of the map, the other end of the line is getting shorter and shorter and unwriting oh, itself. No <laughs> oh, no, shit. No, no, shit. I didn't know that. That's crazy. I'm sure it only logs, like, I don't know, 200, 300 hours worth of gameplay and... I'm sixty percent past that. That's, uh, oh that's Jesus, true. dude! I don't think I don't think I noticed. It. So maybe it's still logging it for me since I'm only in the threes. But I just remember thinking I was looking at it. I just discovered that, by the way, this third playthrough. I just discovered you can do that. I didn't realize that that's something that was there. And I was dude, like, there's so much that amazing. fucking game. They did yeah. such a good job. Yeah. But I realized, and, and how old is that game now? It's uh, oh, two thousand five or six years. years old. I think it came, what, five, six it years came old, out yeah. when the Switch came out. So what is that? Five it, was a, years old? it was one of the first games that came yeah. out on the Switch. Yeah, it was like twenty seventeen. So, so yeah, so two seventeen. Yeah, twenty seventeen. Yeah, twenty sixteen. Something like that. Yeah. 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 That's what like. Is that five six years old, dude? I mean, it's for it yeah. to be, and it was like one of the first games for the Switch. Like it was, it was like maybe like a if, if it was if it was anything, 17. it was like maybe like yeah, twenty seventeen. So like it was a few months after the Switch had come out because it came yeah. out like I think Christmas of twenty sixteen. Yep. It's the reason so, I bought the Switch. Yeah, I didn't. It's buy the reason it a lot me. of people bought it. I don't even know why I got the Switch, but I got it, and I ended up getting that game, and I was like, well, I loved Ocarina of Time. I'll give it a shot. I picked it up, and I could not put the shit down, dude. I no, could yeah, not. Yeah, dude. It's 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 extremely satisfying game. It's yeah. an extremely satisfying game. Good but yeah, so that's how you can do it. So if, if anybody needs it, just you know, go ahead and email us. Don't want it. Out. Don't send it, bro. <laughs> Don't want it. <laughs> All right, so Whoa. now we're going to get into something a little crazy. So in the last Is month... Is it Marvel Town? Because you know D23. No, 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 no. It's about actually uh, Warner Brothers Discovery Town. So Uh-oh. in what the happened? last month, I don't know if you guys have seen all the stuff, all the different shows that have been either canceled or they don't not even going to oh, release yeah. for tax yeah. write off purposes. Yeah. I mean, it's nuts. Like they've literally everything that HBO Max and Warner Brothers were working on about I, I don't know about 50, 60, maybe even seventy percent of the stuff that's been in production that was set to be released or about to be released over the next two to three years has been literally been cut off. Like they've shut down production. Or they or they said it'll never see the light of day. They've shelved it, you know, for tax write-off purposes. Like, for example, case in point, the Batgirl movie, which whatever was gonna be whatever, but I mean, it had it had you know Michael Keaton as Bruce Wayne. I mean, and supposedly it was actually a pretty damn good flick. Like it wasn't, it was getting some pretty good reviews, and or, or you know, like in test screenings, people were starting to enjoy it, but but like. They shut it down, and it supposedly saved them almost because it was going to go straight to HBO Max. It wasn't going to hit the theater, so it was going to be a straight to HBO Max original. And so, and it, they it, they got a tax write off of like almost two hundred million dollars for it. That doesn't make any I sense, mean, though. I don't. Get and it. and you're going to have people who have worked, you know, probably a couple years of their life yeah. on this, and they'll never see the light of day. Like, and the only the- reason, I think it's kind of crappy. Supposedly, supposedly, sorry, I don't. Supposedly, with everything that's been gotten rid of, like they got rid of a a whole mess of like Looney Tunes stuff, a whole mess of like Scooby Doo stuff, other TV shows that got canceled that were on HBO Max. They got rid of that 
um, Generation Plus show that was like LGBTQ. Oh, yeah, yeah. That got canceled. You know, I mean, a whole bunch of other shows got canceled. And it was just like, and it it saved like Warner Brothers Discovery, like I think like upwards of like $500 million in taxes. Mm, And... Yeah, and I mean it's like it's it's not to it's, mention all the content they pulled from their streaming sites. Yeah, and they're 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 like Backlogs. marketing it to like other companies. So if like are they in trouble like or something? They no, just the, the whole idea is that if if they can somehow prove that there was a, a loss of of revenue, either because you canceled a show or you pulled it off of a stream, then that counts as a tax write off to yeah. some extent, and so companies are getting heavily taxed this coming year for a lot of, you know, a lot of things have changed in the government with, you know, uh, 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 what's the inflation and all that other stuff. Right. So, so they're got these huge bills coming up that they didn't really anticipate or plan for. And this is their way to get around it is just cutting their content and and quite literally in some cases, just pulling it off the streaming sites. That's all they had to do is pull it off the streaming site. Okay. But I think, I think part of it is though, is that, but I mean, HBO Max, I don't think was really going to get so hurt by it because I don't know. My my opinion, HBO Max has been like one of the best streamers in, so far this year. Like for a while now, it's been the best streamer. It's got some of the best content. That and Apple TV probably are the best streamers out there right now. Agreed. I mean, I mean, and 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 and, and I just think I I think this is more of of saving money for Warner for for Discovery Plus because. Discovery was the one that went in conjunction, and so now they're combining Discovery Plus and HBO Max. It's a big one company, Warner Brothers Discovery, and I think this was more to save Discovery Plus because they're going to be coming together. It'll save money for them and get a tax write-off, so that way it'll help Discovery Plus so foot that bill that you're talking about. So is Discovery Plus going to just be added to HBO Max's library? Yes. Okay. Yes. Uh-huh. Yes, because I got so some good pretty, shit. On that. It's got a, it's got their own own demographic and yeah. and, and yeah. robust library. Discovery and they got Plus some good shit. There's good, yeah, there's good shit on there. So. Yeah, I, I just I, I didn't think it was gonna last very long. So I think this is to help them stay relevant and be able to, you know, start making some money and stay in the black. You know what I mean? And not just go nuts. But yeah, like they're, I mean, the stuff that they have out, like a lot of the kids stuff. Like they got rid of like a lot of like Sesame Street stuff, like stuff that um, Warner, Warner Bros was working on too. So there's a lot of stuff they got rid of that was geared towards a lot of stuff geared towards kids that they said there's never going to see the light of day or going to be marketed to other streamers so they can release it. Okay, if they want to. So very interesting, man. I mean, very I don't know. It's kind of a weird situation, but yeah, it's just something that I thought about when with with you guys like thinking about all that stuff. So. The streaming world but, is is wild and. In- what they're doing and i just feel like it's such a waste of time and money and talent mm-hmm. to shelf a project that you've put in so much money to like even though like i would honestly to be real guys you know i don't give a shit about batgirl i don't give a shit about any of the superhero movies but like that's a whole lot of wasted time and talent and and effort to like just be like yeah. yep we're gonna put this in the vault and it's gonna remain there until we decide one day maybe we'll try to let people see it. I don't know. It's weird. And, I just think it's not. and it, th- there was one thing that was funny is that like the guys who created the background movie, who did the background movie, who wrote and directed it, are the same guys who created um, your favorite uh, Miss Marvel, the the Pakistani girl, which was a pretty damn good show on Disney Plus. But either way, so they created that and then went, went to background after they finished the series. Um, and so when they finished and the and background was in the can and completed because it was in the can, done, scored, special effects, 
everything was done. It was just re- it just needed to be premiered. They got a hold of a copy before everything went down. Like the guy who edited it and finished the thing, he got he gave them a copy and said, "Hey, before any shit goes down, I've already heard something was going to happen. They're not going to let you release it. Keep a copy." And they kept a copy. They have a film stock copy of Batgirl, so they've been showing it to their friends all over. All over their house. <laughs> So I was like, that's funny. So yeah, the Warner Brothers probably hates that, but yeah, that's funny. I mean, it yeah. could be could be something along the lines of the Snyder Cut. It just comes out yeah. because there's eventually, you know, the, who knows? The, the 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 public speaks out about it. Yep. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Oh yeah, Warner Brothers Discovery hates the Snyder Cut. By the way, they hate the uh, Snyder. Cut. Well, it's nine hours long. I get it. <laughs> I thought it was great. I loved every. Fucking second. Of you would. It you would. I did not you make would. the time to watch the original. I, or the I made the cut. time. <laughs> That's the, the first thing you've said. The original today one's that a respect, piece of shit. Uh, Derek, that's the first thing you've said that the, I respect. The original today, one was bro. whatever. The original one was whatever because it was directed by a racist known as Josh. That's we digress. We digress. Anyways, but um, but yeah, no. I mean, other than that, there's really not much else unless you got something else to, to bring up. I mean, there is. I mean, they just announced a new Assassin's Creed game. That's about it. So, okay, okay, so I have two things I wanted to bring up. Have you guys seen? Well, first off, have either of you been watching? All right, great, everybody. Thank you for showing up. We're going to go to the. (laughs) Just kidding. (laughs) The show Rings of Power. I I haven't haven't seen it yet. yet. No. Okay, so this has been uh, a bit of a topic amongst all uh, folks that are interested in in cinema, just specifically because of the cost, right? The cost involved that's been brought up on the show. Half a billion dollars, dude. How many episodes is it? it? Uh, I think it's gonna. I thought it was gonna be eight. It might be ten. Yeah. Might be less. Than it's that. like eight million an episode. No, 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 no. no, no, no. no Hold no, no, on. No, no. It's getting the five, worse. The, the five hundred million was just to get the rights to it. It cost another five hundred million to produce. So this is a one billion dollar production. Wow. Bro. So the show is is it's approaching the the cost of production is approaching a billion dollars. Okay. And oh if, if that happens, it will probably be at least, I would say at the very least, one of the most expensive shows ever produced. No, that is right? the most no, expensive that is show ever produced. Um, yeah. I mean, what's the most expensive movie ever created? I can tell you which one it is based on inflation. Oh, gosh. I don't know. What? It's it's not, that's not Avatar anymore. No, it's Cleopatra. Is really? that the number one? That is the number one based on inflation. Like, I'll confirm it, but budget, continue. Budget-wise, right? Budget-wise, budget yeah. everything... Based on inflation, after inflation, supposedly it is Cleopatra, but I will look into it. But please continue. We'll find Sorry, out. Yeah. So, so the whole point, the whole reason I bring this up is I, I have been watching it, um, and it's getting some mixed reviews. Um, there's a lot of fan service so far, you know, bringing in the lore of Lord of the Rings and making sure that fans are appeased with with what they're looking for out of this. Mm-hmm. Um, it, I mean, I I haven't read any of the books. A lot of the fans out there are diehard fans and have you know read every one of them and and know who that guy in the background is who doesn't have a line the whole freaking time. Yeah. They know all this stuff, right? Um, and I've been watching it and I and I, I'm enjoying the show. I will say, I don't. I'm sure as hell don't think it's worth a billion dollars. That was my next um, question. Is it a billion I mean, dollars? Good. <laughs> it, see, see, here's the thing. Like, I wonder about. Let me look here. Does anybody happen to know how uh, Game of Thrones? How much? How much spent? it was? It's a lot. It, they were spending. I think at one point, I, I uh, like there was a couple episodes that they spent like a hundred million dollars on. 
So it was yeah, a like lot. The, like the, but the Battle w- of the Bastards was a yeah. hundred million. But it, I don't think it equaled to a billion. But I think no. overall, I, I know it's a lot. Like for instance, like I know this is a complete. Just to kind of put it in perspective for listeners out there, how expensive it is to make tv shows so the show euphoria which doesn't have any crazy special effects it just is beautiful cinematography and it's really well made it cost for next seasons their budget their budget for season three is 198 million dollars for eight episodes for all the episodes for eight, eight episodes, episodes. Jeez. it's a lot Jeez. of money for eight episodes so, so that's no special yeah. effects it's none of that no that yeah crazy no yeah shit. like yeah. no yeah so well, like I, for... I, I mentioned game of thrones because it is uh I, I would say it appeals to a similar demographic i would say mm-hmm. that it had a pretty successful run lots of people loved that show and followed it and talked about it it was actually one of those it was probably one of the few times i can remember that when a new episode came out that was a topic at work the next day People wanted to discuss it, you know, a water cooler chat and whatnot. Mm -hmm. And I just briefly looked at this. It looks like um, season seven cost $70 million. Season six was $100 million. And I think the the Rings of Power is supposed to be, I think, a five season run. And if it's a billion dollars, that's $200 million a season. Um, That's a lot of money. That's a lot of money. Um, I I haven't seen the show. Have you seen the show? From yeah, most every heard, episode that's out. What, is it, from what is I've it heard, pretty? it's absolutely gorgeous. Yeah. Oh, like, it's it, is, it better be. <laughs> it it is better be beautiful. for a billion dollars. Like, I will say I, that it's the like special every effects, single shot has special effects in it, isn't it? Yeah, the special effects are on par or better than the other Lord of the Rings movies, any yeah. of them. Well, um, including The Hobbit. At this point. And it's, <laughs> it's and it won't, well, I mean, for a TV show, it pulls it all off. It does not seem to be taking any shortcuts it doesn't they're not you know giving you a camera angle that hides the beast or something like that right they're not marching you know the creature off camera quickly so that there's fewer frames you know or anything like that um it's spared no expense basically it yeah it is visually fantastic the storyline i think i would enjoy a lot more if i was really into that lore i just enjoy lord of the rings i don't i don't know the background of all that stuff um, I mean, this this that, takes place like what, like a thousand years or a thousand years before? See, that's the thing. Uh, well, yeah. Okay, so I don't, I don't really know. Yeah. I was watching a, a video about that earlier today, and they were kind of trying to because it's, it, like, a, it, it's like a thousand books, years before. It's like a thousand years before the battle in the first movie. So in in the books, there are a series of events that you get actual date stamps on, right? So you know when certain certain events happened. In the series thus far, many of those events have transpired and they all happened at different times in the books. So either we're doing flashback and flash forward without any knowledge of the to the viewer, because it looks as though these are all occurring simultaneously in just different places. Um, So it's very unclear right now. We know it's in the second age, but I don't I don't really know what that means. I'm I'm just kind of regurgitating what I read earlier. Um, anyway, I was just curious if you guys had seen it. Um, one other thing I wanted to, well, before I move on, do you guys have questions about that oh, stuff? But for, for, first off, I, I figured out, so I'm actually wrong. The list has changed in the last like 10 years. So before that, it was at one point, like Cleopatra was the most expensive, but for inflation, it's 275. Movies have gone way past that point. So right now, adjusted for inflation, the most expensive motion picture ever produced was Pirates of the Caribbean. On Stranger Tides, after inflation, it cost $456 million after inflation. That's crazy. 
It's very frustrating to me. I'm sorry, guys. I'm just I'm, I enjoyed <laughs> I enjoyed that series, but I don't man. remember one of them from the other, so I don't know that I really even cared that much. I just wish <laughs> that if you're like just the amount of money that's being spent on films, man, and and we're just we're, I'm sorry. I'm not trying to go down this road, but like <laughs> go we, down the we, road, baby. Just we are missing. For a drive there. We are missing some wonderful, <laughs> wonderful stories, man, because they're spending. $500 million on bullshit, okay? And then there's filmmakers out there that are literally making amazing stuff with no money. I'm sorry. I've, I've got to stop. I'm, I'm mad. I'm a little drunk. I'm a little bit drunk. I'm going to tell you. I'm going to tell you. you. Remember I mentioned I could have a spite pick. My alternative, it's a gym. It's undiscovered. It's, <laughs> is it's it Star Trek 6 budget. Undiscovered Country? No, no, it is right up your alley, Eric. You're going to love this fucking movie. Uh, sure, I will. But I might not pick it at all or tell you what it is. Well, you're going to have to tell me what it is, even if you don't pick it. It's, yeah. the, it's the sci-fi classic, I Come in Peace. That's what it is. Oh, God. That's okay. Anyway, is. next thing I wanted to bring up. Um, you know, we it's talked a lot funny. about... Uh, I, I noticed that you didn't bring up anything from D23. I'm sure that it's... I have fine. not. Let's, let's talk about it, dude. Well, no, no, because... Um, uh, God, I don't know if I care most of it. Um, here, well, here's the problem. I mean, here's the problem, and I'm gonna I'm gonna get because we've talked to I talked a lot about how, um, you know, it took me forever to watch Black Widow, and I Black Widow is a character that I enjoy. I'm I'm starting to get burned out on Marvel, um, and and some of their TV shows Thank I think you. are God, jeez, it took what <laughs> hold on. twenty years what? Wait, of your wait, life. Wait, 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 wait Eric, wait, wait, hold wait. on, I'm about to shit in your mouth. So hold on, okay. <laughs> so so. I'm starting to get burnt out on Marvel. I'm finding that there is just so much to watch. There's so much content. There's there's so much stuff that has good reviews to even watch. And I was reading this article, um, and I can share it to you guys. But essentially, um, <laughs> this is crazy. You guys are not going to believe this. All right. There's enough video uploaded online or created for professional watching. So movies, TV shows, YouTube, um, Amazon prime, all that stuff, Netflix, there's enough video content created in 30 days to fill 30 lifetimes. Oh, nice. Man, that's crazy, dude. That's wild. Yeah. 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 So, so I got this article and I was sitting here like, why is it that I immediately thought of Marvel? Because there's so much of it coming out that, I mean, inherently there's, I mean, I'm not an expert, right, on a lot of these characters. I've never heard of them. I didn't know who Ms. Marvel was until maybe a few months before the season came out, right? I'd never even heard of that character. Um, and there's lots of other characters that have good storylines and good concepts and good story art and, and really could tell a good story, but there's so much of it and they're pumping out so much of it. And they tie, Marvel does this. They tie it all together so yeah. that if you miss anything, you feel left out. You miss parts of the story. Because you missed this one show. You kept, didn't catch that episode, that season. Now you don't know what the hell is happening in two movies later, right? And so more and more, I'm starting to feel like, man, I just don't, I don't, I can't keep up with it all. I don't want to watch all that shit. And this is where Star Wars does it right. Yes. Because they're not tied together where you have to watch every single it's one. It's all a part of the same Eric universe, but they they, they, they work they work in they work separately. Logan loved it. 
Eric watched War Rogue One and no, loved that movie. You didn't just shit in my mouth. You just proved you just proved everything I've been <laughs> no, trying to say yeah, forever. And I look, look, I, I'm I'm the biggest Marvel person in this whole group, and I agree with you. I haven't been able to sit down and watch Moon Knight because it's just too much. I want to sit down and watch She Hulk. I just haven't been able to do it. That shit and, looks so stupid. I'm sorry. That shit and, looks and, so. You know what's funny? Stupid. It's all right. I've been watching it. It's all right. It, Everyone tells me it's pretty good. It's just, it's just funny. It's just, it's just a, 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 to pass the time. Attorney but what at, I really oh want to see, God. what I want to see, what I want, well, that's who the character is. He's an attorney. I know. They are, they are, they are following. They're following the the heritage of who she Hulk was book, yeah. and how the comic book. And they are, they are. Okay, look. So I, I get that they're doing a good job on it. It is another casual watch. It is much like Ms. Marvel. Yeah, it will appeal to a certain demographic. Ms. Marvel and was actually really damn good. Actually, it was actually worth it. It's worth I'm more interested anything, in that one than any of the other ones. If anything, Ms. Marvel had a leg up for me or bonus points for me because I was getting exposed to a culture that I'm not familiar. Yes, with, yeah. right. That's yeah. why I'm now just watching great. an attorney. Yeah. Who's you know having to make law jokes? So stupid! And, oh god, it's, it's so it's stupid. okay. It's and I will say that to, there it's was a lot to be of like reminiscent of like nineties comedies. There were a lot of arguments against the CG of what She Hulk She Hulk looks like. It's not that big a deal. You you brush that off. There are other reasons to think the show is just kind of meh. Anyway, my whole point is because we've kind of gone back and forth over the last probably year as we bring up this topic up. Marvel is just kind of burning me out with all the shit that they're putting out. And it's not even that they're doing too much. It's that they tie it all together and make you have to have seen it all to be in the end club. Whereas Star Wars, I can pick up anywhere in between and have not seen another series. And they're spacing it out a little bit so that, you know what? I got time to go and watch it. I can get around to it, you know, and and I'm okay with that. And and, and they go ahead, bro. Well, no, that, that, that's just my, that's why I was getting to is like, that's, this is why Marvel, um, this is why Star Wars is better than Marvel. I'm okay there was, with you um, saying that. I prefer. Are you going to watch Andor? I, here's the thing. I've seen all the trailers for Andor. I'm not impressed. Um, I will probably still sample it um, because you know what? It's been, what, four months since Obi-Wan Kenobi? I'm okay with that. Yeah. I've had yeah. time to digest it. I'm ready. I've watched my other non-Star Wars shows and been able to enjoy that. I'm watching, you know, the House of the Dragon as well, and and I'm enjoying that. I've got time to catch up and watch it all because they're spacing these things out. And even if I don't catch it, I know that when Mandalorian season three comes out, or when Ahsoka's series comes out, or the new what's his name from Rebels is getting his his, his own live action, and I might watch that, but I don't feel pressured that I have to see it all. I can just choose. Well, that's I think, fine. I think that's, I, and I agree with you as someone in this, in this podcast who literally doesn't <laughs> give a shit about Marvel. And I don't not give a shit about star Wars. I do give a shit about star Wars. It's just a little bit less than other shit that I give a shit about it. Um, so I do think that star Wars is to me more important. You should have than cared more about star Wars than gone girl. I'm telling you that now. I am about to <laughs> rip my screen out the wall. This is why we can't record in person, bud. Oh my God. <laughs> what I was trying to, to say is, yes, you're right. I don't like that they like, I, I hate that. I hate that they're they're doing that where it's almost like it's, it's sort of like, what, how do I, how do I make this make sense? Or it's sort of like if you're, if you're playing a game or like you're paying a, an app and there's in-app purchases and you can get oh, this far, yeah. you can get this yeah. far if you pay this, you know, and that's the same thing. The only time that you should ever have 
a storyline where you have to see this in order to understand what's going on is in its own independent season. There shouldn't be a season of She-Hulk that if you miss an episode, then you're not going to understand what 15 minutes of uh, the Avengers Iron movie is coming out. Yeah, yeah, like that. that's dumb and that's stupid. Well, and and here, here's the thing that I, all kind of frustrates me a little bit is when we talk about the Marvel catalog and all of the superheroes that exist from all of the backgrounds and all of the ethnicities and all of the upbringings and all of these things, we have a really strong shot at representation for lots of different people, right? Yeah. There's a strong benefit there. But when you force me to watch it all so that I can enjoy the one that I want to see, yeah. that's where I kind of get frustrated about yeah, it. Yeah, right? I agree. Like, I, I, I look, I if you want to pump out content constantly so that everybody is represented, I mean, I've been watching, I don't know if you guys have been seeing this, you guys have been seeing those like TikTok compilations of like young black girls watching the new oh, dude, Little Mermaid. Oh, that's me, One of them made me know, cry a little I bit. I want to talk so about that. It got me good. I want to talk about that. I want to have a conversation with people who think that that's not good, that they made because I'm, I'm sorry this is i'm gonna go on mute gonna, for this because i yeah. want to get our rate so go uh, ahead. <laughs> there's people that i know there's people i know especially in miami because it's it, there's this thing but anyways i don't want to get into that part of it it's a culturally it's a fucking mess but there's people that i know that got so upset when that girl when um what's her name Haley bailey whatever their name is I'm, it's I'm uh, yeah holly bailey holly holly ha- is it Haley bailey ba- what i is think it? it's Haley bailey i keep on wanting to say halle berry it's not it's, it's not halle berry that's the one i know way. i think yeah. it's either halle bailey or Haley bailey, bailey. no i think way. you're i think you're right so one of the two okay yeah. so either way either way that girl who is a fantastic singer her and her sister are amazing singers by the way um that like it's like they when they was announced i was like that's great give it a shot it doesn't matter because if you think about it let's talk about honestly let's talk about the science of this when you're at the beach okay you're gonna get dark the water is a natural magnifier when sun hits water shit gets hot you know in the beach you, you know you're in the water it's not like the water protects you the water actually it, you know, increases the chances of you getting sunburned because of reflection and things of that nature. I'm not saying that that's why she's dark. I'm just saying you have to think about it in a scientific purpose. I don't but, even care about that. She's though. a fucking mermaid. Who cares if she's, she's a mythical creature? And when her ethnicity, I don't care if when her ethnicity like, is not part of her character yeah, and it, it doesn't, doesn't have any bearing on the story, then exactly. you're free to change it all over the fuck you want. It's yeah, like yeah, when yeah. I got mad when Hermione was black on stage for the for the cursed child. Yeah, like they like, got mad because they made her a, a, a black person. I'm like, who cares, dude? It doesn't matter. Like yeah. you, in the, in the, no one knows that Harry's white or not. They only know he think he's white because the the person who illustrated it made him white. But he could have been a black kid. Yeah, it doesn't matter. I don't think it matters. I I honestly could care less so what, what color what color skin any of these characters are. But specifically, it was important for me at least. To see, yes. those, to see those to and see I'm those happy. not only just that just not as someone of color but to see those videos of those children yes that's literally great. dude that shit gutted me like i was like <gasps> like watching these that's little great, black dude. children look when at the you screen say and say they're see, like there's the, no racism anymore yeah and you say that everyone's got a fair shot yeah and unbeknownst kids react that way and then, when they feel represented wait, when oh, they do the man, trailer and you see when they see the trailer and then they they show King Triton because he's also black. 
Yeah, like I, I was so happy about that. And people I'm glad that, are, that happened. Yeah, me too. And people that are mad about it or upset, honestly, you, you've Ugh. got there's there, it's there's something inside of you that you need to get worked on. That's just for part, real, what it is. For real. You know, that's like that's like Ugh. when people like when people like this is just me being stupid. That's like when people like talk to you about like you know like oh Jesus Christ you know all that stuff like he was white. I'm like how is he white? Yep. Regionally, how is he white? Well, also. Also, how was how was Jesus not married? He was married, dude. He got married. Culturally, if he was not married at age thirty, there was a big ass fucking problem. Yeah, so I, I mean, I don't know the history of his dating life, but, but no, but so, I just say so, culturally at that yeah. point, if you're not married by the time you're sixteen, is a problem, dude. Yeah. Any of problem. our any of our listeners out there, if you disagree with us, I'm going to tell you. You're you're wrong. We would love for you to keep listening. Um, we would love for you to keep listening and and you know maybe hear some other opinions that perhaps you disagree with and, and maybe sure. maybe change your own. Um, and we're okay. We're okay with you. We're not okay with that. that. Yeah, we don't. If you don't, we don't agree? Don't that's okay. Shit. I'm good. Write <laughs> so, us. I'm, I'm, I'm happy for you. Send us a that's DM. The whole point. <laughs> send that's us a whole DM point. if that's you don't whole, like black. That is the whole point of having a country where you have free speech. You can say whatever the fuck you want. Free speech protects you. I love. I love the First Amendment Twitter account. It's the funniest shit ever. And he's like, oh, like people say, oh, look, this person says this. I'm like, why? Well, it's protected. It's, it's just like, that's all he tweets. It's protected. I protect and, But him. the funny <laughs> thing is, is like, yes, I mean, listen, we have free speech and we can say whatever we want. But the wonderful yeah. thing about that I love about you guys and hopefully our listeners, and if you guys don't like this, that sucks, is yes, that we but- are totally down with seeing different cultures in and stories that we've people. already seen too. We yeah. don't care. Yeah. <laughs> you know, we're okay with that here. And if you're not okay with that, you need to really look within and figure out why yeah. you don't like it. Okay. Not without. So, so is there yeah. is there is there a line that we don't think should be crossed? Don't do not remake Back to the Future. That's the only line I say. Do not cross. I mean, you can't listen, guys. I'm not even a Back to the Future guy, but you don't make you don't remake Perfection. It is that movie is a, almost no. a perfect film, so you don't. Yeah, you don't no, fuck that, what if? But that so one off the list. Okay. What if? What if they remade the movie Babe with a duck? It's guys, adorable. I'm gonna be real with you. Yeah, I don't give a shit. <laughs> you can make it remake Babe. Actually, you know what? I'll, I'll, I'll even, I will, I will, uh, I will volunteer. We make babe as we bacon. Make, be, we make babe, and I will be babe. Okay, I will star <laughs> as babe. Gladly. That'll do. That'll do, pig. That'll do. <laughs> Baram you. Oh. Yeah, no. <laughs> all right, guys. Well, all right. So, is that everything? We- yeah, we got to um, talk about. See, hold on. No, girl, we're uh, forty-nine minutes in. <laughs> okay, you know what? forty-nine. You're, minutes okay, in. that is actually the last one I had. So that's fine. Anyway, okay. perfect. <laughs> all right, gentlemen. So let's go ahead and go to the refill portion of the episode. Let's go take a piss. Go see man by dog. Shake the dew of the lily. We'll see you in a bit. Peace. <laughs> Nice, and we are back from the refill portion of our episode. Um, we've uh, gone ahead and uh, making sure we've, uh, you know, we've gone number one.
primarily. Speak for yourself. Oh, something went number two. <laughs> Looks like we got a number two. Know, in the just house. a good, good for a punchline. Why not? We got a number two. And I was literally thinking of something to say. I was going to make fun of Derek and be like, he steamrolled he me did. and got there first. Yeah, he did a Cleveland steamer. No, he literally, he literally you know made what? fun Why of not? himself. There you go. He made fun of himself before I could make fun of him. <laughs> I remember, talent. I remember, talent you remember, I, I remember we like a teenager, we were all like, everyone, all like, when we were kids, we all talked about like, like different ways of like, like you had different, like dirty Sanchez and all that kind of shit. And it was always the Blumpkin was one of them. Oh my God. So <laughs> listen, oh, listen, man. Tomas, what a great it's way to start a up. podcast. It's time for you to grow up. Okay, Tomas. <laughs> Jeez, God. I hey, mean, Derek. we drink on a podcast. How oh, no. grown up am I? I am. Um, so, Derek, are you standing tonight? <laughs> I am for now. Yeah. Oh, oh I, I, I should I, use my standing are desk. You, yeah, are you are you are you having back pains? Can we talk about are you this? Shouting out my privilege? No, it's just <laughs> hot in this room. That's what you out my privilege. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yes, I am. Are you having? A I standing just stood. I used my I standing desk. One. I don't have one. What the well, heck? You know what? You're not part of the well, cool look, kid you club. You invested the money in that beautiful new drum set of yours, which I'm yes. actually jealous of. That is so. very yes. true. <laughs> that is very true. So. Oh, Jesus. All right. Well, anyways, since we've gone to our, our refill portion and we've uh, talked about the uh, the news and all that shit, let's go ahead and come to the movie. So, Eric, if you can, please go ahead and start us off, baby. Yeah, I will. I actually was not prepared because we were I'm gonna be I'm gonna wow. be honest and tell the and tell I mean, everyone that we were watching we were doing for the fucking course. Yeah, we were doing film shut up. <laughs> we were doing <laughs> we were doing uh film nerd stuff and we were watching the new uh the new Spielberg, Spielberg. trailer. So uh, yeah, sorry yeah, I wasn't yeah, yeah, ready. For real. But, all right, so um I'm gonna read the synopsis of Gone Girl. Gone Girl was uh, is is made by David Fincher, 2014. David Fincher to me too is one of my favorite directors. He's probably my number two or three guy. Um, and uh, the the synopsis of a Gone Girl is this: uh, with his wife's disappearance having become the focus of an intense media circus, a man sees the spotlight turned on him when it's suspected that he may not be innocent of the crime. So. I guess the best way that's just an okay synopsis of it, but um, it's it, just an okay one. But uh, pretty much the basis of the film is, is that uh, you're watching uh, a man start his day and uh, his wife uh, happens to go missing. He comes home. Uh, his dog was loose in the street. His neighbor called him and he was at his, his cat, sister's his cat, bar. His cat, his cat, his cat whatever his cat. it is. Dog, cat, I don't yeah. know. <laughs> I was on the street. Nothing, doesn't matter. Yeah. Um, and he comes home and he finds that there's a shattered uh, coffee table in his living room. Um, he does what any man does and calls the cops. And then from that point on, shit gets real crazy. And that's all I'm going yeah. to I'm gonna leave it at right now. But it's a really... Um, I the reason why I chose this film specifically is that I love David Fincher. I didn't want to do seven because Derek can't handle it. And it would have been a better movie. That's why. <laughs> this man is crazy. That's all I'm gonna say, it's... podcast world. This man is a lunatic. He does not know what he's talking about. If you disagree, you're right. wrong. Seven all is right, a better all right, movie. All right. Oh, all seven right. is it's, a better Oh no. By far, seven is the better yes. movie. But you can't yes. handle that. You're too it's too much. There you have it, folks. The last time we will agree for the rest I of know, this podcast. Yeah, yeah. Seven <laughs> is he is correct. Seven to me is the better film. But this is a wonderful, <laughs> wonderful film. It's definitely in Amazing my top clip. fifty. I would say in that in that range, and uh, 
I, I don't want to start out by talking about it because I, I feel like I'm going to have to defend it with Derek. So I'd prefer one of you start, uh, Tomas or Derek, please. So go. before we get to that, let's go ahead and discuss at least the cast and crew real quick. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm so sorry, as ahead. you said, it's directed by David Fincher. It's written by Gillian Flynn, who wrote the novel. Like She wrote the screenplay. She wrote the screenplay, too. From, so yeah, right, yeah. from her novel, yeah. Okay. The cast is a star-studded cast of great actors and character actors. So you have Ben Affleck as Nick Dunn, Rosamund Pike as Amy Dunn, his wife. The, the, and, and the, the, real the, quick, Rosamund Pike is unbelievable in this movie. Unbelievable. Yeah, unbelievable. She, I, I know she got nominated for this, and she did, I get yeah. it. It's just, but I mean, she is. I don't know. I, for some reason, I still think she's like underrated in Hollywood. Like she just she is. She doesn't get the the the, the pub she deserves, dude. She, she's always amazing. She's, she's one of the brilliant ones that we're we're not getting she enough is. of. Yeah, we are not. So okay, then there's Neil Patrick Harris, also NPH, always a great actor. Uh, Tyler Perry, who is great as a, as a as a supporting character as an actor, not so much as a lead person. Uh, I don't think he really carry a flick, agree, but he can I definitely do as a supporting actor. He's great. He's perfect this movie. And, and there's, I have, a, I have a statement I'll say about his character when we get to that point. Uh, Carrie Coon, who plays Margot Dunn, the sister, she's great also. So um, good. And I'm going to tell you a funny so story good. about her too, but remind me. And then, and, then, and then everything else is a whole mess of other people and, you know, like character actors. I mean, even Boyd Holbrook is in this movie, which I didn't even realize he was in this movie, dude. I love Boyd Holbrook. So he plays Jeff. He plays the dude at the cabin. So like, the dude have you ever seen on like the guy with the girl Greta, the girl that they steal her money? They steal the money. Oh, that's him. Okay, okay, that's, I know that's that Boyd is. Holbrook. Yeah, yeah. I mean, if you okay. if you know who Boyd Holbrook, he was in Narcos. He yeah. was. I mean, and he's in a girl, lot of stuff recently. Her name is I forget her first name, but it's something Kirk, and she's Lola. Really, Lola. 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 Kirk. Yeah. Great yes. actress too. She's in um this show on uh, I think it was on Amazon called um something Mozart something about Mozart Mozart in the jungle Mozart in the jungle and that's such a great show and she is great man she's a great 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 actress young young actress she's also in Winning Time she's also in Winning Time she plays uh Karen West oh I haven't haven't seen that yet but anyway go on I haven't seen it but either way yeah but there's a there's quite a few like good actors and actresses in this motion picture like and everybody comes out to work with fucking Fincher man it doesn't really matter who it is I mean he's 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 another one of those guys kind of like Spielberg that kind of gets to do whatever the hell they want you know exactly and And he's got he's got enough cachet now like he's like he's the I mean we always always say he's like I've always heard him be referred to as like the new Kubrick. So it's always one of those things. Well, I mean, there's a little bit of that there, but I think that David Fincher, the reason why I love David Fincher so much is that he is inspired by other filmmakers. That's definitely seen, Mm -hmm. but like he is, um, to me, he is a master at a couple things. Like a, not a couple, he's a master filmmaker, but he's a real, like he does it better than everyone else when it comes to, um, his choice for blocking, Mm -hmm. meaning the way the camera Mm -hmm. moves with the, with the, with the actors. Um, and then also too, he's a genius with visual effects, which I don't know if you guys knew that about David Fincher, but he started off as a VFX guy and, um, really, yeah, really interesting. This is might blow your guys' minds if you didn't know this, but, he also, you know, a lot of his films are pretty gory. He's pretty graphically violent. Um, this one is yeah. actually probably his least you know, out of out of out of all of them. And, <laughs> um, and there is a pretty gory instance in it. But he does something really interesting that is a cool little trivia thing for you guys. Is that when he uses blood in his films, he doesn't use fake blood. All of that is CG. So when you saw Rosamund Pike covered in blood, that was not real. Are you serious? 
if you watch girl with the dragon tattoo there's a ton of blood in that none of that is real all of it is cg he uses fake blood and apparently he was like on the forefront of like developing that so like he he's so particular about where everything is in a shot and he is kubrick-esque where he'll do a same shot over and over again until he feels like it's perfect and he got so mad with the fake blood that he realized like i can't use fake blood anymore because it's not laying where i want it to lay and he does all the effect blood if that was the impetus behind it yep yep he doesn't like where where he likes to control everything yeah we'll we'll get to that yeah we'll get to that in a minute because i want to talk about that more yep yep, yep. but all right so all right so um before we go anywhere one thing i noticed when i was watching the movie that was the first thing that was like holy shit was the producers of this movie it was produced by reese witherspoon Really, I didn't notice. She that produced. Myself. She was the producer. Of the I movie. know she's, she's producing a lot her, of stuff. I didn't realize she was. Her on. and Arnon, her and Arnon Milchin produced this motion picture. Who? Arnon Milchin. I don't know who that is. Like he he's done a ton of movies. He's always been a producer for a long Who's, time. Okay. But like he co-produced it with her. Like they were they were the producers of okay. the motion picture. No, that's awesome. Yeah. So yeah, so there you go. But anyways, all right. So I know there's a lot of stuff we can talk about, but I know Derek. Is like super heated to get into this fucking yeah, movie. Yeah, he's been talking shit and all day. He's been talking so shit let's like talk the entire Derek. episode, yeah. as everyone knows. So go ahead, Mr. Derek the Bidet Bidez. Talk about the motion <laughs> picture, brother. Derek um, Bidet. Okay, <laughs> so I've been I have been listening to our back catalog. I, I I like to listen to our episodes so I can critique and see how we can be better on our future episodes. And and something I've noticed is that I have a recurring uh, distaste for a certain type of film, and I've been uh, poorly articulating it. And and Tomas, you characterized it perfectly once when I realized that certain shows that I don't like, I relate them to. I related uh, Silence of the Lambs to Law and Order. Remember this? Oh, I don't remember that episode. at all. <laughs> um, and and what what I meant was not that someone was sitting in court, but uh, and, and Tomas said, uh, well, it's procedural that, that I dislike, or I, I see as a simplistic storytelling mechanism. Yes. Um, and I think what I've found is that I tend to dislike, uh, just investigation style stories where, you know, a crime is being researched and, and stories are being uncovered and, and, and all those kind of things. And when you watch this, there are a number of things that I really disliked <laughs> about this. God, I'm um, excited to hear. <laughs> okay, so so I'm gonna I'm gonna give you the punchline. My one note that I took. Yeah, yeah, I was watching I wanted this to movie two or three was. times. I'm gonna read it out, and you got to let me get the whole thing. But you watched this two or three times. Uh, I watched it two and a half times. By the third time, serious? I was like, I'm getting it. I've okay. got it. Yeah, okay. I got um, my my one note here. E true Hollywood story with extra steps. <laughs> Bro, get out of here, dude. Get out of here. That's I'm gonna let you continue. And I'm, I'm gonna, gonna try I'm to tell you. you for the rest. I'm of gonna the tell world. you. Oh here's, here's the problem. Um, you know, stories can be told from lots of different perspectives, right? Um, you have, you know, the person who's actually not part of the story. You're just a watcher. You're just a viewer, right? And they're showing you what you need to know as it's as it's unrolling. Um, but what they did with this story, though, is. Uh, you get to hear the story from uh, the wife's perspective, uh, at least the first half of it, at least um, where she's kind of, you know, doing voiceover, you know, reading her diary entries and, you know, explaining her reasoning for the way that she felt, the way that she felt, 
the reason that you find that she has run from her husband real rather quick, than... real quick. Sorry, Derek. I don't mean to cut you off and I want you to continue. But if you guys have not watched this film, if you're listening, go watch the film For and real. then come back because we, we jump around a lot and this is a pretty big one. And what he's saying is for the first time, very valid. <laughs> so, so go back, go back and watch the film. Sorry, Derek. I contradict you here and say, everyone, don't waste your time. Don't watch this movie. Oh, like, no, go watch, go watch, go watch another. Spoiler, there are other spoiler alert. Spoiler, but this is this is movies is over seven, eight years old. So if you haven't seen the motion picture yet, go please watch go it. watch it. Yeah, but listen film. to us. But go watch it. Go watch. There it. are it's other David Fincher films that are better than this. Go. Oh, I mean, I um, agree with him, but I think this is a brilliant film. But anyhow, go on. <laughs> so, so they're they're telling the story. Um, and and it's kind of I would say it's kind of two halves, right? You're watching what the husband is enduring, what he's experiencing, not necessarily exclusively from his perspective, because later on, you know, you hear intermittently, you know, they kind of stitch in little moments where you hear um, excerpts from the wife's diary, and you start to realize that she has not been kidnapped, she has not been murdered and chopped up and put in a sewer somewhere or a vat of acid. She's she's run away from her husband. She believes that she needs to be, she needs to escape from the tyranny that is her husband, the monotony of this marriage that she's locked herself into, um, and that's where it all goes wrong. Because if it just stepped there, it would have been fine. But what they've done is they've lied to the audience by painting a picture and, and the, the, the problem was not painting the picture to make me believe something that wasn't true. It was giving me both perspectives of both parties and still leading me to the wrong. Like you can't tell me the protagonist and the antagonist side of the story and have them both be lying to me. That was the problem. Um, you're tripping. What movie did you I, watch? I'm gonna, I'm gonna go ahead and stop you right here, bro. Yeah. Because here's the deal. Like, please, okay, like, and please, so, Tomas. So, please, thank you. All right, so <laughs> Good I'm gonna God, go ahead Derek. And, all right, so I'm gonna go ahead and stop you there, bro. Like, I, I love you, Derek. Derek, you're like one of my best friends. Like, through this whole process of doing this podcast, I think me and you have gotten closer. I think. And listen, I have. agree with that too. With with yes. the both of you between me and you, but Derek, us, this yes. is where I draw the line. This is bullshit. <laughs> yeah. It's bullshit, Derek. So here's what here's here's okay. I'm gonna have to stop you there. Here's the thing, and I don't want this. I don't want anybody to perceive me as some misogynistic asshole. I know I talk a lot of shit. I, Can I I'm still a, say that a, you're mansplaining to me? Can I say that? Yes, that yes, yes. I am mansplaining to you because you're a fucking woman. But the, 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 <laughs> no, like, the I don't want to seem misogynistic or anything in regards to this motion picture, but bro, this bitch is fucking crazy. Yeah, like she was fucking nuts. Did you miss like that part, Derek? That she she's is, a full-on psychopath. She's a she's psychopath. A, she's, she's a psychopath. You didn't, she's okay, a but she didn't let me get there. Sociopath. So here, okay, I mean, but let me. Okay, let me. So let me, let me finish sorry. my thought ahead, so that ahead, you can. You can because I I agree. She is a maniacal psychopath mastermind. I get that, but the problem was bitch, that I, as bitch. the viewer, I as the viewer was watching the husband realize his wife has been taken and pit, and and pitying him for being pinned with that because he everything I've seen up to this far he's not responsible for that all right but then we pivot and I get to hear the wife's excerpts and maybe he was a bit of an asshole maybe he was you know trapping his wife and not making what? her enjoy hold on shut the fuck up hold on and, <laughs> 
And, and maybe he's at fault for something else. And perhaps he is the reason that she is missing. Okay. Now we're going to spin it again. We're going to find out that no, no, she's alive. She ran away. Okay, cool. She ran away. She wasn't happy in your marriage. So maybe the husband is at fault. No, wait, here we go again. The wife is just fucking maniacal and she's planned this whole shit for the last what year of their life or some bullshit. And on top of that, the husband, now I'm back on his side and you're throwing me around too much. I don't like it. I don't like it at all. If you, you can't let the twist have a twist of a twist with the twist on the top of the twist. Fuck yes, you can if noise. it's done right. You can if it's He's, done right. No, and he did it. Yeah. And they did it. They did it they, really they right. disobeyed Dude. my trust too many times. <sighs> Dude, no, no. Here's the thing, and here's what I thought was genius by this. I don't know if you guys can still hear me. I'm moving back and forth because it's all standing. Also, so too, Tomas, kinda... uh, you're really amped about this. Is this the first time you watch this film? This is the first time I've fucking oh, good. watched that this movie. Oh, good. That excites me. Great, this great, great. It's the first time I've ever seen this motion picture. I'm sorry for ever. you. No, 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 no. And I'm happy I did. Because here's the thing. Here's what I saw. Here's what I saw in the motion picture. I saw David Fincher do... A fucking yo-yo dance, which was great because he showed throughout the up until so up until about I guess you could say an hour into the motion picture, it was like I was losing my mind. I'm like, what the fuck is going on? Like, you feel bad for Nick, but it's like he keeps and then but then of course through the whole process he gets a phone and there's a phone call coming all the time. You're like, and I have notes in my notes. I'm saying, who the fuck is calling him? What's this voicemail he keeps getting a call from? And then you find out that he's kind of an asshole too. He's been cheating on his wife. But and that's just and that's just one part of it. He's not a nice guy. That's the thing. It, the greatest thing about one of the greatest things about this motion picture is that you see Nobody's two people really a good person. That they're not good not people. Not one like good the best person. person yeah. The best person in this movie is his twin sister. Go, like she's the Margo. most. Yep. Marsha Go one. is the best person in this motion picture. Like she is such a great person. And she tells him when she finds out that he's like fucking around, when they that girl fucked at his at her house, well, she, she was waiting ass. for him in the kitchen. She, she goes, shit. fucking she idiot. Like she lost her mind. Like, what the fuck are you doing? Like seriously, I love how, and then the jokes were great from then on. Like she was perfect. She did a great job of uh, making a believable. It was a believable response from a sister. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, she did a good job like, of being she like was an emotional off wreck. At him. Yeah, yeah. And she was very, she was a wreck she throughout it because awesome. you're dealing with, so, she's dealing with uh, her brother that's being accused of of something that she doesn't believe he did, and we don't know yeah. it until an hour into the movie if he did it or not. You know, yeah. And, and and she had real reactions that were good. And a funny aside real quick before you guys continue real quick about Carrie Koontz. I was reading a really interesting article, and this is why I chose Gone Girl or why it, why uh-huh. it came up in my head. That uh-huh. she was talking about. She was, it was about her in her um, her trajectory in, in acting. And she mm-hmm. was in a brilliant show called The Leftovers on, on HBO that was only on for oh, three yeah, seasons. Yeah, yeah. It was so good. But um, beyond that... Um, she talked about she said i felt like i did a terrible job and i thought i was gonna quit acting after that she thought that she did an awful job on that film for some reason and then it uh-huh. came out she's like she came out she's like she said something along the lines too like they must have edited it really well because i felt like i just wasn't hitting and part of it might have been david fincher too because i think he's really dry and he doesn't give you a lot he's like good good job like we can take it he doesn't he's very 
uh, he he's uh, methodical the way he does things. Yeah, and he probably was doing that again on purpose to her to get to get a better to get a better uh, uh, um, performance, and it worked. And she was like, and the the interviewer was like, "What are you talking about? That was incredible." She's like, <laughs> she goes, "Yeah, I know that's what I I got a lot of good reviews, but I remember thinking, oh, this is gonna kill my career." <laughs> you know, <laughs> so it's really interesting because it didn't. She was great. I but mean, anyway, yeah. No, yeah, yeah. It was just. I think she I did mean, a great job. I think she did a great job. I mean, and there's there's so much that goes on in this movie, but it's like it's great because he's showing you two damaged people, people that are just do not want to be. But of course, one person, yes, he's a cheater. He's not a great guy, and he knows he's in a failed marriage. It's like I need to get the fuck out of this. I can't be a part of this anymore. But how can I be a part of? How can I not be a part of it? Because everything is in my wife's name. Everything, all that money is tied to my wife, and I have a prenup, so I'm fucking stuck. And she knows he's stuck when you find out that he, she knows he's stuck. And she has this fucking control over him. And then to her, she's a fucking sociopath. When we find out what she's Maniacal. done to her previous, her previous partners, it's nuts, dude. Like, it's, it's, there's so much going on in this movie that you're just like, but, wow. But they what really, the fuck? you got, you got to keep something in mind here, Derek. You're looking at it to, like, just based, just not just based on what, what Tomas just said, but you're looking at it in a very finite way. You are. Don't yeah. shake your head at me. You, okay. You need to remember and remember <laughs> it now and remember it at the end. <laughs> remember <laughs> at the end, whenever my rating comes, I, I divide my rating in half. Okay. I understand, Derek. Oh and, shit! And part of just this know podcast, whenever I come up to that, I understand. And you'll part agree. This, part of this podcast is me trying to convince you that you're wrong. I can when we're when we're in movies, but when we're talking about the movies, last three episodes, you like the way I rate. So fuck off. Yeah, they were good. <laughs> okay, you we were on we were we were we were sitting pretty the last three, but this one obviously we're probably not going to be on the same page. But anyway, <laughs> anyhow, um, the the thing you got to keep in mind, Derek, is that there is there is a universe happening in this very small film. There is, whether you like it or not, there is. And one thing I'm that you're trying to irritate you, go ahead. Yeah, you're, you're doing a great job. <laughs> so, so anyway, um, you're you're looking at it again. You they developed her. We got we know why she's crazy. Okay, it's not just like oh she's just crazy and she's just deciding to. We understand they give you backstory. Her whole life is like her based, dad and her her, her parents and her mom and... are very rich and wealthy based on a, a character book that they made for kids called The Amazing Amy, and Amy is her is Rosamund Pike's name in the in the movie, and she mm-hmm. this book is based on her life, but they didn't base it on her. The books that they write about Amazing Amy are based on her life. They based it on her likeness. They, basically, they based it on on what they wanted her to be. <laughs> you know, like the things that. That they wanted her to be and she wasn't. And she goes through that in the same, like, I was on the volleyball team but got benched. And they made her, in the in the book, she was just an amazing volleyball player or whatever. Or she got married and, and, and got swept away. But she was still single when that, when, when that book came out. So um, there is a reason why she's got a messed up head and, and you're learning that in, in, the, in the movie. And another thing is, too, you know from the get-go... From the get-go, from the first scene of that film, when 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 Ben Affleck walks into that bar that he owns with his sister, that they do not have a good relationship. They start yeah. the movie off with you realizing that this relationship is not good. Okay? And then also, too, the whole twist thing you're talking about, oh, they go back and forth, back and forth. 
I'm not gonna lie. So the first time I watched it, I, I didn't know anything about it. I knew it was a book. I didn't read anything about it because I just wanted to watch the new Fincher movie without having any any outside factors. context. Any context. Yeah, yeah. Any context. So um, I didn't know, and I think we went with my wife and her friend, and I think her friend read the book, so she knew it was coming. But I remember when I watched it, there was points in that first hour where I was like, "Oh, he didn't do it." Then I was like, "Oh shit, he did it." You know, and then I was like, then oh, you're like, then you're like, you think, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, like, you know? like, what the fuck's like, going on? But then he's he find you find out he has a mistress, and at that point, I was like, damn, this motherfucker did it, <laughs> you know. But then this <laughs> so, then this magical thing happens, and to me, this was magic. Okay, is that when you're reading these excerpts from Amy's diary, and Amy's doing a voice voiceover of these experts, uh, these excerpts, um you realize that she concocted this entire thing that she went missing and that she was killed and she was thrown in a river. Okay. But you're, you're, we meet her at the point where she's finally describing in her voiceover that no, by the way, like he didn't kidnap me. He didn't throw, he didn't throw me in a river. I did this to myself where she even bled all over the floor to make, and then cleaned it up to make it look of her like own blood. For, yeah. Like a she she went a lot of blood. Dude. Yeah. Dude. And she cleaned it up and then she went through Bro. this whole entire crate. This is crazy Preach. that she came up with an idea to steal the piss from a pregnant woman to say that she God. was pregnant as well to create a, a fake Bro. pregnancy test and go to the doctor this and show is... that she's pregnant. It is maniacal to the core. Okay. This, this woman movie... is a <laughs> lunatic. Okay. Which is Dude. fantastic in itself. Okay. This that was magic picture. to me, dude. When they tricked me that hard, where I was like, "This woman is dead." Okay, she's already dead. We 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 think that she's dead, and then you find out she's not, and you find out that she set up this entire thing to fuck this man over because she found out he was cheating on her. That's crazy business, and it's genius, and it was so fun to watch. And Derek, your eyes were attached to that screen and you wanted to know <laughs> what happened. And don't act like you didn't because you did. Okay. Cause everybody and does you know, when they watch this. <laughs> and you know, what's the best part about it is that at that point, we're only halfway done with the fucking only movie. halfway. Like, through. like yeah. I'm like, I, I, I'm, I'm not even lying. Like as soon as we had the scene, oh fuck you, Derek. And it's Anyways, not, so- I'm a behind that one, dude. I'm, I'm, a, I want to add to that. Fuck you, Derek. This, it's not even just like you, you, you didn't just get like this amazing moment where you get a twist that's no. not even halfway through the film, which is a massive twist, and then it just keeps coming. The twists just keep coming after no, that, yeah, dude. No. I was like, I, I, I literally like as soon as she was on the on the on the bridge, I stopped. I sat in my chair and I'm like, wait a minute, where the fuck are we in the movie? And I pressed pause so I can see where I was in the motion picture. And I was like, holy shit, I have another hour, a little over an hour left in this motion picture. Like, where the fuck does this go? Mm-hmm. Like, like. You were and you Tomas, Tomas, you didn't you weren't like, oh fuck, there's an hour left. You're like, no, no, no. I'm like, I'm like, no, I'm like, I'm like, there's an hour left. Yeah. Where am I gonna where are they gonna go with this? Like I was I was seriously You were in. Like I was in because 
Because I, because here's the thing, like one of the things that I thought, like, like, like I listen to true crime whenever I get a chance. Same here. Now, yeah. I'm, now that I'm driving, driving to the office, I can listen to true crime more. Fuck that I noise. watch true crime documentaries on Netflix, you know, like girl in the picture, fucking Tinder swindler, all that shit. Like I'm here for it, dude. I want that fucking smoke, bro. Like, you know what I'm saying? I mean, it is what it is. But like, when I saw that, I was like. Where the fuck is this gonna like? Like it, it, it feeds into that piece of your brain that you're like, where is this shit gonna head to? Like, how am I gonna? Where? How are they gonna figure this shit out? Because honestly, like, yeah, Nick Dunn is an asshole. Yeah, he's a prick. Yeah, he's. I mean, these are not good people. No, neither of the two are good people. No, nope. but Nick is honestly like, I mean, you feel bad for him, but he's a cheating asshole. It's 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 one of those things where he's, he's a cheating asshole. He's, he's just an average dipshit though. He's just yeah, an he's average aloof. dipshit. He's yeah. like aloof. He's, you know? Yeah, like he's he he's like what like if you watch baseball, he's a left-handed pitcher. He's aloof. Yeah. You know, they're weird guys. You know. <laughs> but on the other side, you have this girl who basically is like Eloise on fucking acid. She wants to she she has this attention. And, and one of the things I wrote, and I mean, we'll get to the different parts of the motion picture, but one of the things I wrote was, like, at the scene where she finally shows up, spoiler alert, she finally shows up at the house, in the car, covered in blood, in his Please car, save by the way. Me. Yes, in Desi's car, covered in blood. The first thing which I was, wrote uh, was... Which was uh, VFX, by the way. <laughs> yes. Okay, based on what, what Eric is saying, it's all, voice the, the, all the blood's visual effects. Which, now that you say that, there is a part that I was like, why didn't that come out, happen? And I was like, now, and now that you said that, I'm like, Fincher fucked up. So, um, but there is a scene where, like, when, when he... When he the, the first thing I wrote was, what happens when the intention ends? When there's no more attention? Like, because she wants the attention she wants to be at the forefront of everybody's attention she wants to be there she does not like being someone who's in the background she wants to be in the front because second amazing fiddle. amy yeah no no because amazing she because she's played second fiddle to amazing amy that's her what i was trying to say life. he developed they developed her character very yes. well yes by okay. the way i think Fucked up with in the scene when uh, Desi got killed, she wiped her like her like sweat underneath her nose, and there was no blood under her nose. Yeah, it's because like, it's VFX. Had... <laughs> yes, <laughs> I get it. But you know what? That killed the fucking movie. Now, Derek, I know you're gonna give it a two. I agree with you. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I, don't no, I will anyways, say but... that um, I I did appreciate that the story was more complicated than her getting away with it. Mm-hmm. Her, you know, having her money taken, her having to pivot to Neil Patrick Harris' yeah, character, dude. and then pivot from there to go back home, and then, like a lot of other movies, don't do this. They give you so much closure where you get to see what his life is like after all of this ends, and what happens after that, and you know, the months after this event all clears up. That did help me to better understand you know, the, the life in which he was going to live. Cause that was going to be a question to any w- viewer is like, well, what is he going to do now? Like he's stuck where he's at out. Where does his life move forward? And, you know, Tyler Car- uh, Perry's character is, is, you know, sitting in that diner and he's like, she's a crazy bitch. Yep. Yep. <laughs> that's, <laughs> no, no. that's the interesting thing about this film too, which I really thought was really well done and, and intriguing is that 
you know, there is a point in this film, and if you guys have watched it, you understand where, like, she comes back and says that she was kidnapped by an old boyfriend and and raped Mm -hmm. and tortured forever how long, which that is obviously not true, and we'll get to what happens to him in a minute. (laughs) But um, the, the, the idea of them of her coming back and him having to make the choice to stay with her or to expose her and exposing her has some repercussions for him and she knows it and she holds that over his head she's planned it all out and there's a point in the movie which i think is one of the great moments where he at the end of the movie where he literally slams her head at you this is the first time and probably the only time he's actually been violent towards her he yeah, slams and, and, her yeah. head against a wall and calls her a cunt. And she yes. looks at him in his face and explains why he's not going to do anything further. And then she says to him, because I'm that cunt. And I was like, that is an amazing moment in, in cinema because it was Whoa. like so like when she said that, I was like, I felt it in my soul. Like this chick is a lunatic. You know? Yeah, bro. Like, like there was there, 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 there was a few things with that that was just like, holy fucking shit! I can't believe that this person exists in cinema. I've you know, there's. It's funny when you think about like all the crazy people that have been in cinema, all the lunatics, but you have someone who is this person. Because you could almost, you know, it's funny. It, okay, this is weird Like we're talking about this, but she is quite possibly one of the most frightening people I've probably ever seen on She's screen. one of the best villains I have ever seen on cinema. On, because on it's... The best it's, villain. Rosamund Pike plays her so cool, so collected. And when you find out that everything that she's portrayed and everything she's done is bullshit, and how she's just taking her time. It's like the most, it's amazing. Like her level of patience and attention to detail is something I've never seen in any movie I've ever seen. Like, like I've seen a ton of fucking Sherlock Holmes. Moriarty is a fucking amazing character from Sherlock Holmes. And he's the closest person I could think of that could be as smart as this Why bitch. are you shaking she's your head? she's smarter. Why are you shaking your head? Speak. Bro. Speak, boy. Speak. <laughs> I'm trying to be as highbrow as any motherfucker can be without saying the word motherfucker. I said it twice already in the last 10 seconds. <laughs> and Moriarty is a fucking badass. And she is fucking so much better than him. Dude, in this aspect of this motion picture, it's unreal. She is one of the if like I I it might be well not probably not she's in the top ten greatest villains of all time on on screen hands down, dude. Hands. I'm down. putting her top five, dude. Because oh, he's I going even imagine. further. I appreciate. I'm going that. further, but because yeah. it's she is Rosamund Pike, and she was nominated for this role on purpose. I remember because when I, I had never seen the motion picture, and when she was nominated. The, the scene they showed in the award ceremony, like, I remember David Fincher got pissed. He got pissed because the scene they showed at the Oscars basically showed that she was alive. 
Yeah, they like, shouldn't have done that. Spoiled. I agree. That's a huge spoiler. Spoiled yeah. the movie for people, and he got so pissed. I, I remember I, I, it. I would be the same way. I'd be like, I what mean, are there's, you guys there's doing? scenes in the movie you could have thrown, like, without even having her be a part of it. Because he said, I think it was this, it was one of the scenes where he was like, you were fucking dead. Like, you know, like, like, we're, like what the fuck? You know, like, he was, it basically spelled everything out in, like, they only show, like, what, 10 seconds of footage? And then those That's all they had to show. Yeah. But in those 10 seconds, they spoiled the movie for everybody who had never seen the motion picture. And I remember David Fincher was super pissed I, I don't blame him. I, also, too, yeah, guys, another why? thing we need to talk about, too, is, like, the... I don't... Listen, I'm not... Like, I don't hate Ben Affleck, but I'm not, like, a huge Affleck uh, fan. Like, I... I mean, I, as a director, I, he's very good. Oh, he's a great filmmaker. Like, I don't take that. One. I'm talking great. about acting Actor, wise. Okay. Like, he's not terrible. He's not. He's not. He's far from the worst. But he's like he also, takes direction well. Yeah, yeah. I'm, he's also not like to me like in the the handful of the world's greatest actors. But he is a talented <laughs> filmmaker. He understands film. I'll give him that. Okay, and the charisma, like the the charisma that they had, was crazy when they were good. And then mm-hmm. the um, animosity. The animosity was just, you could feel it in your soul. Oh, they did such a good bro. job. And that was kind of like, that kind of brings me back to Blue Valentine, too, because it's like a very similar thing <laughs> where you see like how awesome they were together, but how bad they were for each other, too. So, yes. like, that, this is a, oh, this is a, a good reference. This is, thank you. Thank you very much. <laughs> this was a, this was such a good team, and like this is one of the times where I was like, okay, this is meant for Ben Affleck. Like this role was meant for him. So, and 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 I I think a lot of that has to do with direction. David Fincher is a genius, mm-hmm. you know. But um, I just loved seeing them together on screen, even when things were good. You know, when things were good, it was just like, wow, these guys are really in love. And then when things were bad, I'm like, oh, did these guys. you know and and i'm wondering sorry and derek derek please please talk dude because i know i'm taking and you're rolling your eyes so say something if you want to say something say say something please bro please okay okay you're fucking wrong i'm just kidding i i i will agree that she was an incredible villain um she she did a spectacular job portraying this character she did a fantastic job making us both uh pity her situation until we realized that man she's fucking psycho and i am terrified of this person like this this is so uh you're so unsuspecting of of, you know the the forethought that she's put into this um but i really don't one thing i kind of disagree with you guys on is you talked about you know how much she's concocted and and masterminded this whole plan and and don't get me wrong it was incredibly thorough and well done but i mean it's that's basically every heist film ever heist films are just built that way this that isn't we, a heist going movie to, what are you talking I, about i understand it is not a heist movie but that is all that they do they spend the majority of the movie you know gathering the team and doing the research and laying the groundwork so that one night goes off perfectly. And that's essentially what she did. She went through all the legwork and laid all this out so that her story could play out the way that she wanted it to be. So that it would be perceived the way that she wanted to. This was just in a maniacal murderous conniving method that was applying there versus a heist. That was the difference here. So I, I can't argue that she did better or worse than any other movie that's been out there. She's a great villain. She's Derek. incredibly as a villain. 
Derek, this isn't in a heist movie. You spend eighty of the ninety minutes building up to the heist, right? Right. Okay. That is not what happened in this film. You're way off. You you got a heist for the first forty five minutes. If you want to really relate it to a heist, which I don't think it relates at all, but either way, you got a heist for the first forty five minutes, and then you got an hour and a half of aftermath after that, which was just continuing to be more twists. So I disagree with you respectfully is the and, most and way that I can that you are way off on that one. Here's, <laughs> here's where I think it's like she's brilliant in what she planned because she planned it. Okay, so let's, let's, let's talk about that. So, okay, let's talk about how she planned the quote-unquote kidnapping murder, okay? So... The way she set it up, she set it up with enough of like bumfuckness to it where everyone thinks it's the husband. Because usually, like, like every cop you hear every talk to, if you ever known a cop, 90% of them all say it's the husband. Oh, I mean, I thought it. We we all probably at yeah, one point we all thought think Derek, it. did you at one point we, think it, it was him? Oh, absolutely! Your, yeah, yeah, we all. Especially when I was gut. hearing the diary entries, that's yeah, kind of what sure. they were. That's the paint. That's the picture that they were handing but the it, audience. But it's not. It wasn't. Just, there was no hesit. There, there was no uh, ambiguity about that. No, but uh, it's, you were it's, entirely it's, behind the husband until you heard the diary entries and you realized, shit, this motherfucker did it. So, but it's, it's not just that. It's just like this is where you, you you're like you're watching it and you're just like he's fucked up at every single piece there's drops in different places she was maniacal enough to and, and methodical enough to put shit where it needed to be to point to him and he wouldn't notice it for the because cops to find dude, it yeah yeah because dudes don't think about that like we don't think about shit like that like we don't think about normal oh, people don't normal think about people. this shit but that's where sociopaths do think about it they are extremely detail oriented Okay. She's highly intelligent. She is highly, highly intelligent. intelligent, and we know she is, especially when we talk to uh, the car- uh, the ex boyfriend played by Scooter McNair, who is I think is one of the most underrated actors in Hollywood. Yeah, he that is, guy. That guy's great for the few minutes that he had. I was like, this guy's great. He yeah. was. He set the movie on fire. I was like, damn, I love you, Scooter. So he is probably and also one of the best actor names ever. But anyways. Um, but yeah, so like he was like, like he was like the, I guess you could say he was like the blue, the, the, like the, like the template for this whole situation because he got fucked over and there's no way he could do anything about it. And it was like, she practiced with him, with his character for what she did to Nick. And like I said, Nick is not a nice person. He's done his own wrong, but he was never the kind of person that would take and everything that she, and when we find out everything that she wrote was a complete utter fucking lie. We're Except like, for holy the good stuff. fucking shit. She said that Except in the movie. For the she, good she stuff. was the first half of everything good was 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 not a lie. It was true. And then the rest Except of it was that you realize that she's actually been sculpting him to manipulating him into being the person she, she wanted to be. be with. Yeah, and that's what she's so, done with so all the wasn't men. Yeah. Exactly. And so you realize that the first half of that marriage wasn't wholesome and loving and joyful it was her 
feeding into that to get what she wanted out of that person. She was what? manipulating him into everything. I know, but it was magical for, for him and probably magical for her because she was controlling him. So yeah. Yeah. If you look but it at wasn't scene, blissful to my definition, I would do, say. Do, think about the scene where she where he asked her to marry him. That mm-hmm. was real. That was a mm-hmm. beautiful scene. And how they met, mm-hmm. beautiful. Like I was mm-hmm. rooting for it. You know, you, you want to root for that. You, you know, don't think that she orchestrated that from some extent, like she led him down the path and made him think about buying the ring and made him think about tonight would might be a good night. And maybe this might oh, be no. a good way that I, I could propose you know what, to her. You know what, Derek? I didn't until now. And that's a brilliant point to bring up. And that makes the movie even more magical. Like It's you just did, a you hollow did. fucking relationship that she's manipulating <laughs> the whole fucking time. Yeah. No, I, I, look, look, I don't think she's, I don't think it's one of the, I think what I think is more than anything else is that she... She found somebody that she could, like you said, manipulate, which I totally agree with. I do think that she was manipulating him to a certain degree, but I also think that she found somebody that she could mold to where her parents would be okay with her being a part of somebody who wasn't as, who was making her feel more normal and not have to deal with amazing Amy. And she felt comfortable in the beginning. And he felt like, I got to up my game for this girl because she's way out of my league. You know, when they, every dude, if he meets a girl like her, he's going to do as much as he can to, to like up his game as much as possible. But I think after a certain point of time, he was just like, I'm so fucking done being somebody I'm not. That I just want to be who I am. And she, and, and she know, and at, at a certain point she felt like, I'm so more than him and I need to be done with him. So I need to get rid of him. And well, no, she wasn't was trying to get rid, rid of him. She was trying to ruin his life. She wasn't trying oh, to get no. rid of him. She was trying to ruin his entire existence. And, and, I don't know. But she, but she wants to get rid of him too because she wanted to go to the death, to get the death penalty gonna, for her. She was going to kill herself. To, to Oh, that's another thing. So she her plan was to kill herself and make it look Maybe. like he threw her in a in a no 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 that was her plan no she made no, that no, no. her plan she had no she put kill herself but she had a, a a question mark only because she wasn't sure she would do it on that day or not because she yes. she somehow knew that this was gonna get uh, be a media frenzy because of who she is you know so um and being attention yep yep attention. being the amazing Amy so she knew that so she was waiting out to see when should I kill myself because she wanted to watch this man suffer in front of the media that's what she wanted to do she and that makes her even crazier which it makes it uh. even more interesting okay this chick is and besides her being crazy this is something we need to point out too and I I gotta be honest with you guys about this too this is a something I've been thinking about. Derek, I feel bad for Derek because we've like totally taken his I spot. Know. Well, we'll we'll get to him in a second. <laughs> but Derek, uh, Derek, 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 I love you, bro. I do too. You know how much I, I do love too. you. Bro. I'm, I'm you too. This is just a bad movie. I'm frustrated oh, that you don't like it. You, I'm frustrated. <laughs> it's very frustrating to me. But she is. So one of the things about this Fuck movie that's really, one of the things about this movie that's really interesting is that Rosamund Pike is absolutely she's a stunner. She's beautiful. She is. She's, she's gorgeous. Fantastic. She's beautiful, beautiful. I didn't realize this. I was just looking at it. She starred in that series that I want to say it was one of my top shelf, The Wheel of Time that just came out. Oh, yeah. Oh, wow. Okay. It was on. a great show, and she was fantastic in it. And she was Did they stop I'm making not to take show? it away. She's fantastic in, in, in Gone Girl. She. I mean, she played that character. Oh, flawlessly. she destroyed it. Yeah, uh, did, I will did say they it cancel, all day long. Did they cancel Wheel of Time, by the way? I don't think so, but give me a second. I'll check. 
So let me finish this thought too while you're looking that up. But um, she, it's so funny because even when you realize like this chick is one crazy, crazy gal. Okay. And, and she's one crazy gal. You're like, Man, but she's still pretty beautiful because the movie starts with like this, this starts with this shot at this close up of her face and it ends with this close up of her face. And I'm like, man, this is really, this is inner turmoil because like you're, you're, that was one of the the things of the movie to, to, to keep in mind. She is this absolutely beautiful person and she's a lunatic, (laughs) but it's like you're, you're. (laughs) You're, you're, you're yeah, going... that's that's a that's a no for me because okay because she is she is very stunning I will say, um, and Absolutely. and I will even say that uh, you know as a character, um, what's her name Dunn something, uh, Amy Dunn, um, Amy is also as a character she's also attractive to me because of her intelligence she is clearly brilliant but as soon as she became a psychopath i was very off base like i was like man no hell no fuck this she's 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 got too much crazy she's she's like that trope of like the the crazy blonde that you hear about in college like ah you don't want that drama in your life not to say that all blondes are crazy. That is not, not her. You're that. wrong. You're wrong. That's not her because it's, you don't know it. As soon as she got maniacal. No, no. But as soon as she got maniacal. As soon as she got maniacal, I was like, nah, not hot enough for that. Mm-mm. Oh, nope, I, I, I get, any part I, of that. I, I agree with you. Like, there's a point that you're like, oh, like as a real in real life, there's a point where you're like, you are no longer attractive. But I'm talking about in this film and watching it from the outside. Uh, how do I? It's like, I, wow. Um, Attractive, no longer desirable. How about yes, that? Yes, right? yes, Like yes. still attractive, but mm, nope, no thanks. I'm out. Yes, Not my yes. flavor. I'm that out. is how I feel. That's how I felt about it. Like she's a beautiful woman. And she's like, it's juxta. It's a juxtaposition. I think there was this was a perfect role for her because she's an absolutely she's a stunner, like we said, and she's this outward shell of pure beauty, but inside is just the, the murkiest mire that you can think of. <laughs> you know, it is just this morose, macabre, you know, and it's an, it's a wonderful juxtaposition. I think, I think it's really cool that they picked her to do this and she had the skill set to do it and nailed it. And I think that was, nailed it. that was part of the plan too. And, and, and David Fincher, uh, as I said, is is calculated. Every move he makes is is on purpose. And one of the things that I want to point out that um, you guys should pay attention to the next time you watch a Fincher film is anytime someone's moving in the frame, the camera moves. If someone stops mm. moving, the camera stops. It's I don't see anyone else who does it except like it, to his perfection too like i'm talking about a ben affleck could literally move to the left a little bit like for a smidge the camera will move that smidge you know it's crazy the only person the only person who does that and it's not like as i'm not trying to compare the two honestly and i'm not i'm not in any way so do I'm not gonna, take you this. might don't make me mad tomas i feel like you're about no, to i'm make not me trying mad. to but <laughs> but the only person i know who does that where the camera's always moving in every fucking shot and it's semi fucking annoying. It's Michael Bay. Oh no 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 no! No, I didn't say the camera's moving in every shot. 
that's not that's Michael Bay does move the key. You are absolutely correct, by the way. It's very he does that in every, if you if, if you've ever seen a motion picture, now that you know this it's people in the in this every no, every no, it, it's not constant. It's every single shot the camera is moving. No, if, no, no. If you've never noticed I, it, no, you, will you are notice correct. On. The move the camera never stops moving. And that's like never. The, no, it's really funny. Semi annoying. That. that was something. That was something. As a film school guy, that was something that I had learned. They were like, "You should move the camera all the time," and I, like the camera should be moving. That's one of the things. That's a like, very the early two thousand should thing. be moving. And I remember back then, even like when I was in school, I'm like, I'm not moving the camera every like. There's not. There has Stanley to be a Kubrick reason. Hardly moved. The yeah, yeah. Camera. There's got to be a hardly. reason to move it. Like I'm not just gonna move it to move it. Like that's Dude, stupid. No, yeah. So like I never took Bro. to it. But then, like, when I, 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 you know, once I started really studying all these directors that I admire, David Fincher moves the camera better than anybody else. And I'm talking about, I think he moves the camera There's better than, than, he moves the camera better than Paul Thomas Anderson. And lots Paul Thomas Anderson knows how to move the fucking camera. Okay. Yeah, so lots of intention where all the framing is at, all the blocking. Is every very intent. If you watch, like, next time you watch a David Fincher movie, just just pay attention because sometimes people don't even notice it because it's no. even just a slight nudge. Every David Fincher film is like that. The camera moves. Mm-hmm. If you're in a if you're in a scene where there's people in the scene, we're talking about people having a conversation. The camera will only move when the person in the scene is moving. That's the only time, and then it stops. And I was like. When I realized this, I was like, oh, my God, that's, like, fucking genius. And, like, it sucks because it's kind of his thing, and I can't do that. <laughs> you know, like, you have to – it's like David Fincher's thing. I can't steal that. And it's genius, you know. <laughs> so, but I love it. I think it's I think it's, it's, it's amazing. It's but, like, like – I really paid attention to it the third time. Like, because I watched it three times since we – because, guys, we've been on a hiatus here, by the way. Podcast. Yeah, it took we us have about been. a month to get to this. To this. Yes. Uh, to well, this episode. So I, it's been a while. Yeah, I know exactly. It's Maybe been a month a while. and a half. But we we I watched the movie three times, and last night included. And last night it was I know this movie inside and out. It was really me just watching the film work. I didn't even I wasn't really even paying attention to the story this last time. And I was just mm-hmm. like, damn, this guy is just a genius when he does when he when he was and he also is like a, a huge, huge uh supporter of digital digital filmmaking. He's not like a, yes. a Quentin Tarantino where he's like, oh, I only shoot on film. He shoots digital. Film. Yeah, yeah. Like Christopher Nolan. Exactly. He shoots digital, like that's his thing. But plus it makes it easier for him with his VFX. But um watching him just do his job is inspiring man i watched the special yeah, features on Girl, like inspiring dude good stuff good stuff sorry that was just the filmmaking part of the gone girl i want to talk about but derek um <laughs> uh do you have anything else that you would like to say that is negative about this film <laughs> i mean i would like to defend my initial statement Okay. Go, ahead, Go for it. Talk, with talk, with bro. the uh, with the you know steering the audience one direction and another and making us believe one thing or another and then changing it and then changing it. This is my whole reasoning behind the E True Hollywood story with extra steps. Like you you string me along for a path, you get me invested, you get me backing a character, and then you change my mind, and then you change my mind, and then you change my mind. And you know, by the end, I was just like pissed off. Because now Nick is stuck with her and can't do shit about it. And he's bringing a kid into the world. That's 
Derek, and I understand like that probably means something, especially to you as someone who just had a kid. I know that that probably there is like a legit emotional connection. I can relate to that. I can extend that bloodline. This woman is fucking nuts. Yeah, yeah, I I get it. I get it. But with that being said, Derek, I think one of the problems that you have with like, so like, let's talk about this film and then also Blue Valentine. Like, again, our our other most combative (laughs) film that we've watched. But. I think you I don't. Feel, I, I think, think my next picks will be Blue Velvet. By the way, <laughs> oh God, really he that. he'll hate that <laughs> shit. But um, he will hate that um, shit. <laughs> but uh, I think you don't really love films with with like morose endings. I think you prefer to have a film that has a a positive ending. That's not, you know, that's not really. I don't know. I don't know if it's a positive. I think what Derek wants, he wants to make sure it's an ending that is an ending. He doesn't like to see. I don't think Derek likes to see. Yeah, I mean, in this case, like, we got the villain just the continue open. to succeed. Well, they close yeah, like, out and, this and, film. They close us, and, it, yeah, and it, she's it, continuing no, to but win. She's, yeah, and, yeah, and I get what he's ending. trying to say. It's a I get ending. what he's trying to say. I, I think I don't think Derek likes that there that at the end of the movie, like nothing's resolved because basically he's gonna have to stick with this relationship. And he has no way of getting out from it, which is honestly, it's by design on her end. She knows that he has nowhere to fucking go, which makes it even more cool. You know, like it makes the writing of this film even better. On my end, I, I agree with Eric, but I think with Derek, I have to agree with Derek too, because I think there are certain aspects of this movie where you just like, fuck this is like no, but then you get this is nothing's happened, nothing's resolved. We're just yeah. back to we're where, back where we started. Meeting. I mean, I, we started. I've had this. Same, I get it. I yeah, get I've it. had the same conversation, Derek, with my wife. My wife, like, <laughs> like honestly, like, dude, she she <laughs> she likes oh, yeah, snowflakes woman. and rainbows. Yeah, she doesn't like movies that are open ended, and she doesn't like movies that end shitty. I love. She's never seen that, The Vanishing. Yeah, I, I know. <laughs> I love. Which why you love this movie. I love movies that end shitty, and I love movies that don't that have an open ending. I think that. How are you still married? <laughs> because we we love each other for <laughs> for other reasons, not just because of our love for film. Luckily, a Night's Tale. Luckily. A Night's Tale is how that survived this far. That's exactly. it. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So, um, but yeah, dude, I, I I I literally have, and I don't know what that is, why I like it so much, and I can't explain it. And I do understand where you guys are coming from. Don't get me wrong, Derek. I'm, I'm, I mean, I'm a ball buster to you, but I do get why you prefer a more concrete ending or like one that's more on a lighter note or a positive note. But the or reason at least, why, at least, a finalization. Yeah, because like there's there's a lot of reasons why people go to watch films, and your reason to go to watch film might be to just be entertained or to escape. Where my reason is to relate, because in life, I know I can't relate to this situation. I can't. I can empathize, but I can relate because I haven't been in it, and I hope to God I'm never in it. <laughs> but either way, Reba, um, we got an eye open. Okay? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't but, think Reba ever has ever listened to an episode of this show. No, no, I, so. I hope she doesn't. <laughs> so, 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 um, but anyway, but like for me to relate and to truly empathize, I have to have a more real ending, and in situations in life. A lot of times, listen, we're going to have a lot of wins in our life, guys. We are. But we're going to have way more losses. So I oh, yeah. understand the loss a little bit better than the win. You know? Mm-hmm. And in real life to me, 
the loss is it makes sense. That's why I like Rocky one so much. The motherfucker lost. He needed to lose. That was a great move. Okay, sure. you know. So there, you we're having we have in our lifetime. But it concluded. Like, it did conclude. You're correct. It did conclude, and this one didn't fully conclude. Even they when there's six up. more after that, they concluded it. Yeah, I know, I know, which is hilarious. <laughs> but I, they wrapped this film up, but they didn't really conclude it because it's up to you to think of where this is going to go. And I love that. I think that's great, mm-hmm. man. I just think it's a wonderful thing. Sorry. And I think that's why, you know, again, I like Blue Valentine. And one of the reasons why I hate Collateral Beauty, because Collateral Beauty is not real in any way, shape, or form. It's stupid. <laughs> uh, it I will say that Collateral Beauty definitely had a far more picture-perfect bow at the end. I mean, there exactly. look, 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 look. And it, it's, it's really just based on taste. Because you know Derek likes more of a like he, he like it is nothing bad. It's just that type of person, that type of viewpoint. Oh no, no, I think it's where, bad. I think Derek's you, bad. It, oh, <laughs> that's horrible. And and then he's, everyone, Eric is a fucking liar. But no, but I think that you know there are uh, there, there's a perspective. There's a majority, and it's a majority, Eric. If you don't think so, but it's a majority of people that want a. Uh, finality. Oh, I'm well regards, aware of that. Oh, everything I'm gets, definitely yeah, everything aware. is tied yeah, yeah. up in the no, for sure. Tied up with a nice little bow. Yeah, yeah. But then there's also people like myself and like Eric who were okay with the aspect of open endedness, where you have to say where will the story go from here, and your mind can just go from there. You know, there are certain motion pictures, and this is when I was growing up as a kid. It was more of like things that you would see in the European films where you would see open-endedness. It was just like more abstract, like this is where we're going to end. Where do you think the story will go from here? How do you think it's going to go? Because in in America, we want to make sure there's a a beginning, there's a middle, and an end. This is where we're going to go. And that's it. That's all you have. But in Europe, it's like it's a beginning, and here's a middle, but we may not end where you think it's going to end, and but then we're going to go. Isn't from there. that come, come on, guys? You guys like films. Like this is what I'm. I guess yeah. I'm trying to like because you guys are cinephiles too, and I think we're three different types of cinephiles. But me and Tomas tend to, to two of to, us are right. To, yeah, me and Tomas tend to like <laughs> agree a little bit more. But like, dude, isn't that like I? That's one of the like I I like to use the word magic a lot because magic to me is like this like this childlike wonder. And to me, I want to watch a movie like this and have the childlike wonder after it's done to just come up with ideas in my mind of like where this went instead of you concluding it for me. Why do I why like like let me use my brain? <laughs> you know why do I like I, I you're I just, telling you're telling me a story. You don't just get to end the story without giving me the conclusion. Derek, You're telling our me life, the, you know the story. I don't. Derek, our life is a story. Right oh, now, we're fuck in off. a story. Fuck <laughs> off. No, listen, our life is we're in you a know, story. My story will get whenever I tell the story of my life, I will be dead and there will be an ending. <laughs> no, for you. But guess what? Your children will still be alive. That'll be the end, end of my story. That will be the end my of story. Will you, end there. That'll be the end of your part of the story. But the and that's the story I was telling, bud. That's the, the story I was telling. The bidets live on because you got little Adrian now. So the story does not end when you die. <laughs> but that's his story, not mine. Dude, no, you're part of his story. 
part of, but that wasn't the story I was telling. You're missing the point. The story being told would be mine, and it has a clear oh beginning, middle, and end. Guys, everything I've, else like, like, are like, other like, stories. Like, Guys, I have like, to interrupt like this. this real quick. Something really weird just happened. My phone just started playing music on its own, and it was, <laughs> it's playing what music it? from this band called Chuckles. <laughs> I've never heard of it before. <laughs> And the name of the song is Disturbing Behavior, and I'm very disturbed by this. I'm terrified right That's now. the universe's way of saying you're fucking wrong. Oh this my movie God. was all right, bad. All right, all right, all right. So let's God, go I'm ahead. Let's, 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 let's talk about scenes in the motion picture. Okay. okay? So we're okay. going to start from the top. Derek, where do you want to go from here, dude? You, you, you talk. Oh, God. Um... I mean, I got stuff, but I want to make sure you get your voice in. I know that uh, me and Eric sometimes take care of everything. We do, right. and I'm sorry, Derek. Well, I love you, Derek. I mean, you guys just love to ramble about bullshit, so <laughs> oh, whatever. this movie is going to be a long Fuck episode. You. I'm going to go ahead and mute you, bro. <laughs> um, I I thought, uh, how about the scene where um, Nick loses his job and he's like doesn't know what to do with himself and he's just spending money and and loafing around and all that kind of stuff um that whole scene did a great job of depicting a flawless whimsical marriage seeking or see experiencing turmoil um and 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 especially in the world in which we live today relatable lots of people i mean i read something like 44% 44% of uh, Americans saw either a lost job or a loss of in- or a reduced income due to COVID. That's 44% of people that are out there uh, in America, you know, e- experiencing the same thing that, you know, was depicted in this story here. And um, there's a lot that goes behind all of that, you know, like um, I think there's a, uh, I don't know if it's right or wrong. And a lot of people think it's just tradition. It's always been that way, or it's a way for a man to provide is to provide the income to be the breadwinner. And here we see him unable to do that. And he still, and I I think that that's a old narrow mindset today. Right. Um, I mean, if, if Betsy was making 300 K a year, I would happily be a stay at home husband all day long. And word me too. I'm, <laughs> I'll I'm, be your I'm all Straight for all, you the, can hire I, me. <laughs> you know what? I will wash that shirt the specific way that you want me to the, with the air drying and the, the special fragrances or whatever fucking shit you want to me to do. Fucking iron bro. Yeah. Yeah. All day, all day. Um, no, no, I, I have no qualms with, um, uh, having a different role. In, well, it's in because we're not misogynists, but yeah. <laughs> yes. Hey, you know what? Um, women have been looking for equality for a long time, and it is here. I am. I am welcome for you to please provide all of the money. Um, because I would love to not work. Why not? Um, but you know, here Wouldn't he's he's struggling all. with that. Uh, he he's struggling with that. He's uh, spending money that they apparently don't have, and he's upset that they're about to give away a bunch of money back to her parents who need it at the moment. And he's you know um, struggling with with not being able to produce income. And um, it really does depict uh, a solid 
um, turmoil that a, a realistic turmoil that a marriage can endure. Um, so it helps you to further understand that this marriage, or it helps you to understand this marriage was real, that it, that it was realistic and relatable. Um, yeah. Yeah. You know, then you realize that, you know, she's a fucking psychopath and fuck all that noise. And he should have fucking, he should, he should have killed her. He should have killed her. Why not? Oh God. You're such an asshole, bro. No, I mean, she no, definitely I, does not deserve to live. She's kind of no, a piece of shit. Okay. Yeah, she is. You know, you know, and, and, and I mean, and I get that because it was like, cause so, so those scenes that you're talking about take place during the, what we what's being called, what's called the Great Recession. Instead of the Great mm-hmm. Depression, it's been called the Great Recession, where you had a lot of people lose their jobs. And I know I was working Wasn't that like for, the early 2000s? No, no, no. It was the late 2000s. It was after everything that happened with like it was the big, AmeriQuest. It, yeah, it's when like the housing market went crazy. It was like around 2008 The housing market went yeah, to shit. I think it was like 2007, 2008. Like the, scene, the scene itself took place in like 2010, which was like right near the end of all that. But that's when all the companies just started like like it's just getting rid of people like it was like a nuts it was so crazy to run out of time and um like i remember one like i mean working for my company at that point we had like at that point in time when she was writing that i remember that was the year and specifically around that time like they got rid of like three thousand jobs like it was nuts it was nuts around that time and you guys know what company i work for and around mm. that time, it was like 3,000 jobs. And I remember in my office, they got rid of five people, which was a lot. Yeah. A lot, especially for the company. It was a lot of people. Because usually it was like whenever we saw it like in our group, it was like one, maybe two people. But it was like five people that lost their jobs right then and there. Like They got walked out that day. It was nuts. But that kind of but stuff is uh, pretty messed up, I'll say. Yeah, yeah, but it was like around 2010, and and it was it was a crazy time, and I totally get where he was at, but they were spending so much money, and he always, I think, because of where he came from, being that he was, you know, lower, lower to you know, middle to lower middle class, you know, he, I think at at that point in time, he thought his. He thought Amy was kind of like a parachute, you could almost say, because she had that trust. Fund. Maybe you know, maybe that's a maybe. I, you I know? didn't think about that. Maybe you know, that's a good factor. That's a good thing to think about because that's an that's another nice thing about this movie is that there's so many different angles that we can come at of like where they were, well, why things happened. You know. You know? And, and in every scenario, she's still all crazy. Oh, bitch. she's still nuts. Yeah. Oh, she was fucking out of her mind, but. But at that point, we didn't, we hadn't got to that. Like there, that was already like sowing the seeds of mistrust and like issues in the in, in the in the in the marriage. And then when they got to Missouri, it just fucking escalated because she's going from being an upper middle class, you know, girl who's been famous because of a book her parents wrote. You know, living in brownstones in New York City in Manhattan, you know, being just absolutely famous, going to a sh- you know a little podunk town in Missouri, where he is known because he's Nick Dunn, and he's the homecoming king kind of thing. And they've mentioned this a few times in the motion picture, and it's kind of like it's a total different like 
experience is a complete dichotomy of just like, you know, of upper middle class city person. And then you have middle class, you know, like small town podunk guy, you know, where, where he moved to New York to become a writer, become famous, do what he needs to do. But because he had to come home, people still know him. And I, and I experienced that on my side. It's funny because I, I'm not saying that like my relationship is anywhere near theirs, but I'm saying that like what I've seen in my in my in my own personal aspect of you know where my family lives, where my dad lives in a small town, Louisiana, name goes far in a small town than it does in a big city. Yeah, you get a lot of stuff done. I don't know if I don't know. If, Eric, Derek, you've experienced this because your dad, I know your dad lives in like, in like in Louisiana and stuff like that. But like in a small town, if somebody, if the family, if people know your name, like my, my, my dad's a general surgeon in the town. People, over there, they work with people they know. They know who they know. And it's like, all of a sudden it's like, they know your name. And the minute you know their name, you're like, oh, you're this person's kid. And it's like, it's a whole thing you have to like, kind of like keep appearances up. It's really... It's really the, the, fucking yeah. Hard. They're vetting you and and right from the. I, I don't know that it's. I don't know if um, I don't. I don't know that that's necessarily good or bad. Um, but it can be. It, it can be a pain in the ass. For but, sure. Yeah, because you're always going to be tied to no matter what you yeah. do, no matter what you accomplish, you are always going to be tied to that. You know, everyone you're related to, regardless but, of how successful you are. But yeah, I mean, I'm not, I'm sorry, I'm, I'm digressing. But either way, I just think that there's this aspect of her where she, and, and, and it all, for me, it all bleeds into one specific thing, which is attention. She is all about keeping the attention on herself because in the motion picture, I mean, this is what we've talked about. In the movie, the scene where he goes on uh, I guess it was Sharon Schreiber's, played by Celia Ward, her 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 show, and he just blows it out of the water. He becomes so yeah. relatable on the show that she's like sitting in front of the TV watching it, and she's with a uh, NPH's character Desi, and after that show, it's like she realizes, fuck. Yeah, now I have to go back. Well, she has to go back because he was doing things on purpose because at that point he knew that she wasn't dead and he knew that she concocted all of this. So he purposely was baiting her back. That was the whole premise. He realized, oh, I can bait her back. You know, I get I don't, that. I, I don't get know if that. He was baiting her though. No, I mean he was, he was definitely he, winning. Did you see? No, no, no. It was that. a complete bait. He knew what he was doing to make her come back. He knew that. He knew that he, I can see that. I can see that. But you were saying, I'm sorry, go ahead. He he he, he did that signal on purpose that, that they know that no yes. bullshit signal mm. because he knew she was watching and that once she saw that and he's saying, Oh, this is no bullshit, even though it was, she would he figured she would make her way back and she did. <laughs> so But no no and, I, and I, I think, think that's that part was, of it. That, that was him trying to get her to come back. I think that was him basically signaling. 
signaling and checkmating and showing like, I know you're still fucking out there. I know that you've done this to me and this is me winning the game. Oh shit. Not that I need you to come back, man. I didn't even think about it that way. You might be right, my dude. Oh shit. Because that fucked over, that fucked him over when she came back. He didn't necessarily want her to come back. He just needed to know that, look, I'm about to win over everyone and I'm going to win this whole thing. I'm going to come out clean. And I don't have to deal with you anymore. Oh my god! Because yeah. I don't know how yeah, I'm, I'm free and clear. And and then you know <sighs> naturally she realized, holy shit, this guy that I've been manipulating into who I wanted him to be, who I had realized he was inadequate and could not he's be smarter. the person that I wanted him to be. He's actually worthy and can be who I want him to be. So now I'm going to come back. You know what? And, and Derek, I get that. I, I get. I that. appreciate you saying that because honestly, <laughs> I did not see it that way, and I think you're correct. And guess what? It makes this movie even better. Still a shit and, movie. And you know what's funny? You know what's funny is that I agree with you on that front, and I think that that's part of it. But I also think that because when she's in that scene with Desi, she realizes, okay, that the attention is going to move from her to him. So and 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 not just because of a not not and I don't think it means that it like it's like half and half. I think it's gonna move seventy thirty to him, and she wants to be sure that she's at least on even keel with him in regards to the attention. So she's gonna go back to him, but from that point on, she realizes that like everyone's gonna look to him, and he's not gonna be going to jail so i need to go back to him so that way me and him are on the same page as far as the i think it's all about attention the whole thing with this chick is that she wants to be sure that she's at the forefront and it's not just some 15 minutes of fame kind of bullshit but she wants i think she wants to be at the forefront with who she wants to be with so for instance desi was gonna give her all the attention, but he's she's like, I don't fucking want this guy. This guy's a fucking weirdo. But I don't Who want else? one dude's attention. I want the world's yeah, yeah, yeah. attention. And she's like, I, I mean, I will get the world's attention with Nick because of the situation. So I don't give a shit about Desi. And she was just using Desi to to get money to, to have a place to live. She didn't yes. care about him, you know. Well, let's. I mean, let's talk about that. The reason she was at Desi was because. With everything she planned out, she fucked up either way. She fucked up. Which was a good scene. I'm glad they did that. Which was great. Which was great because it showed that, yes, she doesn't thought. Do you think that the only reason, you know, she's, okay, so she's watching Ben Affleck, watching Nick on TV. She's realizing that, you know, he, he, in her mind, he has now outsmarted her, right? Where she did not think that he was capable of doing so, that she was clearly going to lead him down this path to death um, or at prison or whatever, ending his life, um, either figuratively or re- realistically. Um, but uh, do you think that she only pr- saw him with that perspective because her fa- her plan had failed at a few different points by that time. Like she had been, um, she'd lost all her money. She had to call Neil Patrick Harris and she was kind of trapped there and realized how unhappy she was. And then she saw Nick, her plan had failed twice by then. And so maybe that's why 
Nick was I mean, the most viable avenue at that point to return to. And yeah, I think you're right. And I think that I think that's a good way to think about it. But also to not only just to return to it, but also to create this fantastical story that she had to go through to draw even more attention to her and how she was the victim in this and how she got kidnapped and raped and tortured by Desi, which none of that happened. Um, in fact, she she murdered Desi by slitting his throat while she while he, man, how yeah, fucked yeah, up was that? Yeah, while oh, they were having bro. sex and he was climaxing. And uh it, it, so I, yes, I, I I agree with that to a certain extent, but I also believe it was mainly to be on the forefront of everyone's mind because she was the hot news in the country at the time. Yeah. You know? So that's I see that I see what you're saying, yes, but I think it also doubles it down a little bit because it's not even so much Nick. It's so much that, oh, if I go back to Nick, I'm going to get all this attention. And he finally, like you said, he finally showed that he's got the ability to play the game, you know, the way that I did. So, yeah. Um, and he I wonder had if that's the evolution she needed her partner to take. No longer being manipulated, but. <sighs> Not uh, un, no longer being unwittingly manipulated, but knowing that I am being manipulated and I'm going to play this game with you. I wonder if that was the next evolution of a partner that she needed. Um, I don't know, dude. I mean, she, her character was so convoluted in my opinion, where I don't know if she really thought she thought ahead, but she never really thought she always thought that I think what her downfall was and why she went back to him is because she thought that she was smarter than everybody else and she didn't think that she could make mistakes. Well, she also I think you're absolutely right. And I think part of that has to do with um, not to get political on this or or, or, or to bring in the, you know, the socialist, the social, not socialist, but the social aspect of it is that she had a privileged upbringing. Okay, and she was very intelligent. She's very smart, but she's never been around the gutter punks, you know. And when you're mm-hmm. around the gutter punks and you come from that and you're trying to fit in, it don't work, you know. And, and, yeah. and that got that got found out, and she got robbed, you know. So like, like, uh, you, like you why she's that. wearing a money belt at a fucking mini golf? And then I, I was, don't get. Uh, yeah, I was like, why are you carrying that money with you, boo boo? Like, what are you doing? Like, and it's funny because I'm sitting there, <laughs> like, when I'm watching the movie, I'm like, I, she's the bad guy, but I'm like, I don't really want her to get robbed, <laughs> you know? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> really, yeah. really crazy. I yeah. mean, when she when she does the mini golf and she makes that shot, she makes that hole in one, and then the money belt falls out. I'm like. Why the fuck are you wearing a money belt at a mini golf? Why the hell do you have that on? Because you? she's a you dummy. Never. And she's privileged. Because and she's never had to be in a situation exactly. like that where she knows that when you're in a place exactly. has a stand up desk. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> when you're in a place of squalor, you don't you don't get to you, you, like she didn't know like she wasn't street smart because she didn't ever have yeah. to. You know, yeah, she no, got I outsmarted mean, by the streets. That's what happened. Yeah, you know, and that happens to everyone. If you don't know where you're at, you need to be smart enough to know that I need to keep a low profile, and that means I don't carry a money belt with five fucking thousand dollars or whatever the hell. But she had a ton of cash in that money belt, and they're gonna figure it out. Like, like the look. <laughs> 
This is so fucking crazy. But if you guys, if no one, it depends on how old the people are listening. But to quote the the the, the quote the uh, the album from Jay Z, the streets is watching. It's always watching. They're always watching. The streets is smarter than you think it is, and and they will figure out what it needs to be to fuck you over. Well, it's because that's when you when you grow up constantly fighting for what you need. Yeah. There is like I've always said that like to people like you know there's gonna be really book smart people out there they're gonna be highly intelligent, but that ain't shit. That ain't no. shit for survival, man. That ain't the real world, dude. No, that ain't shit because there's far more people that are struggling and that have to that have to be street smart than the ones that are not. So it's how yes. you, it's, yeah. book smarts are how you get from good to great, right? But you got to get to good first. Yes. And if you can get to good, you're pretty good. <laughs> you know? Yeah, like you, yeah you exactly. You live through life being good. You Bro, know? So. like, I mean, I mean, there's just, there's, there's, I mean, that was one of the things I was just like, wow. How's, like, I mean, she's amazingly smart. She picked whatever she, she did everything she needed to do because that was the world that was in. But the minute that she stepped out of it and went to someplace where she was not accustomed to, which is lower middle lower middle class to low to low class, you know. We're dealing with people like Greta, played by amazingly played by Lola Clark, Lola Kirk, and whatever character Boyd Holbrook's name is. His character was. Didn't you say that was Scooty? No, that was Scooter Bernier. His actor. real name, yeah. That's his. That's actually oh. Scooter Bernier's real name. Uh, okay. No, but his his character's name was Boyd Holbrook's name was Jeff. He was a dude with a cast on his arm. I mean, those people, their whole life is about screw. You could tell their whole jive was finding a mark. They're con artists. They, 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 they're confidence people. They gain your confidence, be your friend, then they fuck you over when they find an option, when they find an yep. out. Yeah. And they saw her drop that money bag. They're like, fuck yeah, we're going to hit this bitch tomorrow. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, and she didn't get out fast enough. And that's the thing about I, that's the thing about the streets is that it levels the playing field. You know, it then it, it, that's and that's one of the wonderful things that we we, we all in Truth. this podcast probably have to be uh-huh. think of a blessing that we grew up that way. You know, we didn't grow yes. up privileged, so we're lucky that we have that. And then we got no, educated yeah. along the way as well. But either way, like, because I'll tell you what, man, if I was anywhere. If I was, I, I'm not gonna lie. If I'm like at the Ritz Carlton in Miami, I'm not carrying around a money belt, <laughs> you know. But even no. like, I'm not carrying on a money belt anywhere I go. But especially if you're in a no. place, especially if you're in the hood, you don't carry around a money belt. What are you out of your Bro. mind? <laughs> you're dumb. Like I remember when I went. When you I got certainly married. don't carry all the money to your name in one place, dude. I remember when I got married. Like they, when I got married in in, in 2005. And I went to Italy for my honeymoon. They were like, oh, you need to have a money belt and you need to have uh, uh, copies of your passport and all stuff. I'm like, bro, I am not carrying that amount of cash on myself for any never. reason. Nope. I never, never do it. I never like, do it. Never. I'm, like, we're, okay. We live in a world that we could use credit cards. Why am I going to carry that fucking hell cash no. on me? Yeah. I'm like, hell fuck so, no, dude. A few years ago, Betsy and I traveled internationally. We went to Japan. And if you don't know this, Japan has one of the lowest crime rates of any modern uh, country or, or, or 
Yeah, it's like country out there. But there's um, still gypsies everywhere. I'm just kidding. And and further, they are still at the time they were primarily still a cash based society. Although they took credit card and debit card everywhere, almost everything was done in cash. Yeah. And so naturally, we needed to carry at least a little bit of cash on us every single day. Yeah, dude. But and you know what? Every day it was like, all right, how much cash do you have on you? A couple hundred bucks. That's all we're going to carry with us. That's all you need. We need more. We have to come back to the hotel, and it's going to be locked in a safe. And you know what? Yeah, the hotel has access to that safe, but that's a lot fewer people than people that are coming in out of the room. People that For are real, dude. You know, going to be able to bump into me in the streets. And I was already in one of the safest countries out there, yeah. and Preach, bro. still wasn't carrying. I feel cash you, dog. That's a boy. That's a boy that yeah. grew up in the hood. <laughs> that's yeah, yeah dude. No, it's just like, it's like, like, like I didn't, like, I was, I didn't grow up in the hood, but my wife did. She grew up in the hood, and she told me right off the bat, she's like, "We're gonna have a, a, a couple hundred bucks on us, and but we're gonna have our credit cards, and if anybody, if, if shit happens, then we use our credit cards. But it, I mean, we're not gonna just blow all this cash on top of us. You yeah, kidding me? No. Yeah, that's gonna make that makes you an easy mark, dude. Yeah, you're already an easy mark being an American in a foreign country. Yep. You're already. I mean, they can they can spot you a mile away. You they can smell you a mile away. So make it as to be fair. We do have a smell. Difficult. So we do. We do. <laughs> Old Spice is a big. Problem. I wish I knew what that but, smell was, guys. <laughs> it's, it's Old Spice. Okay, you we're know, deaf to Fiji. it, dude. We, we were yeah, immune. We're, we yeah. can't pick it up. <laughs> you know, if you wear jeans, sneakers, and a baseball cap when you're on the road, you're there, dude. That's it. You're all good. Oh, I thought I just but smelled no. like Stetson because that's my cologne of choice. <laughs> no, it's because you wear a Stetson hat. On the road. That's what it is. A Stetson cowboy. No, no, no. But what I'm saying is that, like, we, we already look American. We don't need to bring so much more attention than we need to. You know what I mean? And it's just, it's one of those things that like she brought so much attention, and it was great. Here's one thing that I thought was fantastic: was it me or was it? I understand that she, her character, she hit her face in herself in the face with that fucking hammer. She's crazy, but yeah. she also gave herself a like a ping like hammer, dude. But she also gave herself like they also gave her like a a pouch. Did you notice that? Like, like her character also had like a bit of a fupa. What? Oh, no, I didn't see that. No, at all. no, you're you talking about no, 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 no. She gained she gained weight on purpose. She, she was, gained weight on she purpose. Was eating. That's yes. why she was because she was trying to hide her identity. She yes. was eating wild yes. amounts of junk food. Yeah, she so was. She and weight. I realized yeah. that as I'm watching, I'm like, "Wow, well, she's eating a lot of food." And then during the scenes where she's in the Ozarks, like she has a bit of a food box. She has a bit of a pouch, like a bit of a stomach. And I'm like, "Wow." David Fincher really put put all, all the stops because he was and, and I know he's got an attention to detail, but I was like, that is a crazy amount of detail where you put Rosamund Pike, you add weight, and she might have probably gained weight for the scene. I don't know. I she mean, might I have. Yeah, imagine. But, but I, I, I mean, knowing not, her, she might yeah. have. But I, I, I have a feeling she might have. But, Honestly, I, have a feeling she I might mean, have. that I, she would have had to gain it and then lose it, or lose it, or gain it, or lo- or gain it and film those Movie scenes. Magic. And I don't think it was that Movie much, magic. though. Come on now. Yeah, yeah. I don't I, think it was that I much. Was like I would say it was probably suit. like an extra 10, 15 pounds. Yeah, it was like a fat suit, I think. I don't think. I don't know. Because you can't go from flat stomach like she was in that, in that, in that. True. In that shower to having a little bit of chub. I, I'm telling you, man. I, I think that I think that they put like a little bit of a chub on I don't know, man. Because it. I mean, they they they. they I mean, to, we could probably these just actors. <laughs> Sometimes we should. I'm looking we at should. the scene now. She just looks like a normal person. I don't. But I think, you did gain I think, weight. No, no. I mean, there's a there's a difference it, like, in they, her weight they, for sure. Sometimes they work out like 10, 15 hours a day. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like for certain aspects. So who knows? I don't know. But but I'm just saying, like it look. I love how she like 
was a little bit fat in the face. She was swollen. I understand she got hit. She hit the quote unquote hit herself in the face with the pumping hammer. I get that, but she had a bit of a fupa as well, and it was just like I was like, wow, that's that's quite impressive that she would go to those lengths and or that David Fincher would go to those lengths to show this woman who is trying to be as incognito as possible, and she's completely missing the mark a hundred percent. You know what she, I mean? Hey, so. she did. She did gain and lose weight. So she put on. She said she. It says the film required Pike to put on around fourteen pounds and shed it. Told you fifteen. I said fifteen. Yep. Shed it over and over again, so her body was in sync with her characters. Uh, yes, with her characters. Um, it said that she. They put her through four separate training cycles to gain weight twice and lose weight twice. Yeah, dude. And I mean, she, if you think about it, so like, so like, I mean, I mean, I get it. It's not a lot. It's a lot. It's not a lot. Even the grand scheme of things, it's about 15 pounds, 14, 15 pounds. But if you think about it, dude, 14 pounds, I mean, she that's a does lot like, for a smaller woman. It's a lot. It's a lot for a smaller woman, but she's, but, but I mean, they may have had her work out like constantly, probably every day for like eight to 10 hours a day. Yeah. They also did say here they did add they did add a fat suit to certain situations because her body just wasn't because she's probably got like the perfect body as a human. She does, she's, like, yeah. Perfect. So like, yeah, uh, to, dude, to make I it a more that. of a fluffy physique, it said. So there were, yeah, like, yeah, because there yeah, was, she did gain and lose weight. Though. I could, you could see it in her face though. Like I could see that. You in her could face see it. Yes, yeah. yes, yes, yes. It wasn't just swollen from being hit in the face with a ball peen hammer. You could see a couple times with the glasses when she was with Greta, like her face was more round. You know, she had more of a round face, and I could see how they give her a little fat suit for her stomach. But I'm telling you, bro, she had a fupa. I mean. This is horrible to say, but if anybody's ever heard of the word fupa, it means fuck pouch. It's it's something that they like. That's like not what fupa means. That is not what fupa means. <laughs> you got it wrong. I don't buddy. care to correct you, but you're wrong. You are wrong. Yeah, no, I've always heard it's fuck pouch. No, that's wrong. We'll tell you after the show. It's, a, it's an acronym. <laughs> and it, and it, it is crude, an acronym. And... It is an acronym. And it is yeah. crude. And I was like, man, I can't believe he's saying that so many times. <laughs> <laughs> Either way, but she, but like they, like they, they, they gave her a bit of a belly, and it was just like, wow, that's amazing that they actually did that because she was, she was eating junk food like an animal in the dry in the car when she was driving that gremlin around. So. I, I never picked up on that. I never even noticed the weight. weight yes, on. yeah, it, it, you can, you can see it if you go back and watch it. You'll you notice it, it your, your, yourself. I'm but, looking um, at the time. scene. I still don't see it now. But yeah, no, no. Yeah, if dude. you look at her in like the scene when she's at the Ozarks and then if you just look at her like go back to the scene when she's in like it, like when the she car. comes back out of the car there's a there's a difference in her face her she face just looks like she's yeah. wearing clothes to disguise herself no, so she's not no, no, recognized no, no. like best best thing you do is like like when you're in like when she's driving in the car talking about how she's fucked over Nick okay and then when you see her at the at the golf course at the mini golf course her face the, the the faces are completely different. Like she's in the car, she's got her normal face, and she's like, "Oh, I'm fucking amazing. I'm the I'm the smartest person in the world." And then when she's at the golf course, her face is much more round. There's much more. It's much more filled out. You can see where it's like she's gained some weight in her face compared I mean, to what she had in the, on the bridge when she's talking her shit. I guess. I mean, I don't know. I mean. 
you women, definitely women see women gain and lose weight, you know, just with their cycles. I mean, hormones do that shit God, to you too, right? So God, what kind of an asshole are you? Why do you have to I'm say not being like this is a real problem that women <laughs> endurance have to suffer through, okay? I mean, I said fupa, but you're an asshole, dude. You're talking about their chemical oh, imbalances whatever. and shit Fuck like off. that. Dude. <laughs> uh, so I have a question for you. Yeah. Do you guys, so at the end of the movie, um, when she comes back and they 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 do this stupid media tour that Nick doesn't want to do, that shows that what Nick also too at the end of the movie, Nick has to has to admit that he was a horrible and abusive husband, which was all a lie. Oh, okay. Yeah. He has to. He stick never to that. hit her until that one scene where she calls well, herself a cunt. Yeah, yeah. And um, horrible word. Yeah, I know it's a crazy word, <laughs> but um, it, so it, it's, so he has to admit to the world that he made mistakes and that he's trying to be a better person. They're working on their marriage, and that she's still in love with him, and they're gonna they're gonna make this happen. But she's pregnant. Who? Where do you think that came from? Because I I I think I know where it came from. But he was like, "It's not my baby. We need to get a paternity test." And she was like, "Oh, I have my ways, or whatever." She said, "To to get pregnant." What What do you guys think about that? What do you guys who do you, like? That's and she's using that as a way to keep him around too. Here's the thing: once they were in the public spotlight, there was no there was no escaping for him. She could have father uh, uh, mothered. And and bore any child from any man from any sperm obtained anywhere, and almost certainly they would have said, "Well, of course it is," because everyone's yeah. wrapped up in the hype of the celebrity. I mean, it's the same reason why people follow, you know, the fucking celebrities and the Kardashians, and they just eat it up because they just they follow these celebrities around, right? And that's kind of what this couple had become is that celebrity couple, and so. She, all she needed to do was go to a sperm bank and get a white male sperm donor, and that would have been it. But but people would know, like they they would blow her cover. Here's, do you know who's? I know whose baby it is. It's Desi's. It's, okay, it's Desi's, it's Desi's kids. Yeah. <laughs> here's where here, here's where I I fall to the aspect of this. But they never would have put her just, through that. They never would put her through the no, paternity test. No, no. But here's the I'm thing. I'm talking about where, the sperm bank. You can't go general, to a sperm bank as amazing eighty. Yeah. And get and no, get, no, 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 get yeah. a, a sperm donation. Oh, I'm sure she could have paid somebody as, to get some no, sperm. No, 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 especially at this point in the movie, there's no way she could have been able to do what you're asking, Ed Derek, without someone finding out because there was so much attention on her. She's and so maniacally planned, she could have uh, no, undoubtedly. I get I am it 100% confident. No, no, no. But the minute she steps out of that house, she's someone's following her. Yeah, for sure. I it's think just, it's, it's Desi's. It's, yeah. <clears throat> I think it's Desi's. I think kid. it's Desi's too because he came and then she slit his throat. Yep. yep. And but I think that was calculated. I think that was on purpose. So do I. Yeah. So do I. And so here's the thing is that like when it comes to what's happening, I get that he's kind of like stuck. But I also think that she oh man, I had I had a point here too. It, the, the whole thing with this is that she she puts it in the f- context of what's going on and she keeps going back to Nick and she keeps saying that Nick is basically where she needs to be at even though she keeps showing that Nick is not up to snuff with her. So it's just like she just doesn't it's, it's tough with her 
because it, you really can't say where she's going in the movie and where she's been. It's just, it's really, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm like, I had something and I fucking lost it. Oh, you, you, you're a little, drunk. you're a little drunk. Yeah, I was about to say because you, I'm yeah, just I'm, I, I don't know. <laughs> you just talked, you just talked for about Dude, was... two minutes straight, and I don't know. I, I have no idea exactly. what you just said. No <laughs> idea what those were. Those were words. Where I'm supposed it. to be at. Okay, I'm gonna. But take anyways, over. <laughs> go ahead. Good call. Good call. I had some, I had a point, and I. Totally but it's gone. Fucking lost it's gone. It. He lost it. It's gone. Well, uh, over overall, guys, I think that like if you think about this too, Derek, like all the movies that you hate so much of mine, we have really crazy conversations about to talk about, like that. We go to places that are not even pointed out in the film that we're talking about and we're interested in, in, in like dissecting. And I think that makes a really, really good film, man. I do, I'm just uh, real talk. That makes an excellent film. It does. If we could sit here and have this conversation about it and we're talking, we're talking about where did she get you? You're, you're thinking about this maniacal way that she got sperm. And I'm like, you know, it's just Desi. But you could be right, man. Maybe you're right. Maybe she did come up with this maniacal no, 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 no. pregnant. Um, but I'm just saying, like, dude, like that's amazing that we're having these conversations about one movie. Here, one. okay, but that could just as easily have been a great story written at the beginning and and gone poorly awry and halfway through. Uh, no, this wasn't that movie, though. It didn't go. It right. wasn't. It wasn't yeah. that movie. I agree, but that inherently doesn't make it a good movie. I think. I think it does add to the the charm for sure. I think it adds to okay. the charm. Like, I at buy least that. maybe you. I I can agree. Yeah, and I could agree with you. It doesn't inherently make it a good movie, but I think it does add to, like I said, the charm. I think it makes it a little bit more special, or it adds something special to it. You know. Um, I think you just like talking about movies, bud. We do, but dude, think about it. No, no, we do. That's also very true. But think about this. Think about some of the movies we watch and the conversations that we've had in the podcast. Like, like Knight's Tale, we talked about it for like 10 minutes. Like, think about the other movies. We've had conversations (laughs) about movies that have lasted for short amounts of time. And we go on our crazy tangents that mean nothing about about not even the movie. Or there's movies that we have. And we watch everything everywhere all at once. Exactly. Holy shit. Where did that come from? from? Yeah. Oh God, yeah, we real. gushed over it. But like the yeah. um the the fact of the matter is like the movies that you hate the most of mine are the sometimes the ones that you speak the most about. So it's true. I think mm. there's a part of you that's just trying to you you really are like <laughs> you're missing it. You're missing to, it. You're missing it. I, nope, I'm not. I caught it. <laughs> no, no, no. You're, you're missing it because and we'll we'll talk about this when we get to the ratings, but. <laughs> I am pissed off about having to watch this movie and I'm pissed off that you enjoy this movie because I hated this movie. It but does you not it mean two and a half times. You watch it does it not mean. Times. Okay. I watched it two and a half times because I'm dedicated to this fucking podcast. The thing is, <laughs> well, maybe you need to be a better does, movie watcher because it only takes one. Will for you me, let generally. me fucking finish dick hole. Okay. Ready? Yes. Go ahead. I'm pissed off that you like this movie because it's a bad movie. However, that's just because I disliked the movie it does not mean it was poorly produced or poorly written or poorly I, acted I understand or poorly framed or cut i know i know that's the problem you base everything off of how much it how well it was made and what it made you feel and i you think about <laughs> it's half as well as it's only half as good as much as i liked it 
So wait, wait, did you just... And I didn't like it. Hold on. Just listen to what you just said, okay? Which you were absolutely correct about. You said you like movies based on the way they were made and how they made you feel. Yeah, that's called cinema, you doofus. (laughs) We're going to disagree on this forever, I think. Oh, Jesus. I'm going to get you drunk enough to agree with me. You guys need to bring up this concept every fucking time, and it's fucking absurd. But like, I I love how you like using that. You like like to watch movies, how they're made, and how it makes you feel. (laughs) Yeah, dumbass. That's why I watch movies. No, 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 no. I don't mean that as a jab. I mean it to acknowledge the way that you view film i, well, I don't mean so and I, I do think this topic comes up regularly because every three episodes eric picks a movie and we God, get here i know i know it's so fucking frustrating i just want to pick a movie that i love that he'll like just one i thought that I this one had a I, I feel like you've done that before hold on surely you've done that before i don't know i don't know but you know what's funny that one of the things that i thought about in the movie was that uh tanner bolt's character played by um tyler perry it was like and for me, him and Margot's character. Eternal Sunshine. Well, we never released that episode, but I really liked that movie. It. Yeah, it was really That's good. That's true. That's it was the really lost good. episode. It's true. Yeah, sorry. The lost episode, yeah. No, but Go and Tyler Perry's character, Go and Tyler Bolt's character, for me, I th- I thought like represented like the masses, like what they thought of the whole scene. Because every time Tanner Bolt showed up, it's like, this bitch is fucked up. Like every time he talked about her, yeah. it was like, you two. And there was one scene at the end of the movie, it was like, you guys are fucking meant for each other. Yep. Like he said that. Yep. I was like, this is so true. Like his yep. character was like, on point with yeah, every Tanner is like the Tanner definitely was the male perspective, of like the the, 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 uh, the male perspective, and Margo yes. was the female of like the common yes. person that's like you. Yes. This is like, crazy. You're <laughs> you know? an idiot. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, but, like, I like how she kept like throwing jabs at him over how young she was. Yeah. Like, did you oh, talk the, to her the girl he cheated on him with. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. It's like she kept she kept fucking the with him with every the, second. The girl with the big come on me tits. The, that one. Yes. <laughs> which is a great <laughs> line. Which is such a great line. It's a great line. So hard. It's so great. Yeah. <laughs> it's so great. Like yeah. it was fantastic. She was Carrie Coon is a fucking star. I don't know if anybody's ever seen her in the show The Gilded Age. Or if you've seen her on the Ghostbusters movie, the last one that came out, but she is fucking amazing. I mean, she's you guys unbelievable. should you guys should really watch the leftovers too in Pod World. Go watch I'm the leftovers. About it's that. like two or three seasons. They're dude, this show is out there, guys. But it just yeah. it grabbed me. And the premise, real quick, and I'm only make it quick, is um, it's about a, a guy and his family. It's like after the rapture, right? It's I don't want to say that, but people just disappear. A certain amount of people disappear. It's like it's not even as big of a number as you think. It's like three million people in America just disappear or around the world just disappear. And her she plays a character that her entire family disappeared. And then just the name of the show? The Leftovers. The Leftovers. And then Justin Thoreau, Mm -hmm. who's the main character, plays a man where only his wife disappeared. But his kids are still. Jennifer Aniston's in the show. No, 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 Jennifer Aniston. No, she's not in it. But it's it's just a really interesting concept, and it just gets weird. It's only three seasons long, and I think it was perfect amount of time, and I love that show. So check that out. Carrie Coons is in that too. She's great in it. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Awesome. All right. So get, I mean, I don't know. I think Derek, it's time do you have to, go, to say, dude. Unless you have anything else to say, I mean, we can we can hit the ratings up, man. I would I would love to uh, first mention before we get there. Um, seven 
was a better David Fincher film. And although I, 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 I think Eric will agree with me, this was not better of a David Fincher film, but it was a good, I think, David Fincher film, The Social Network. Oh, it's a great! I enjoyed. Yeah, I love all. Of, I love all of his movies. So I, I don't have I, all of I've his movies are in my Network. top fifty, probably. Him and PTAs, all of their movies are in my top fifty. Honestly, I've never seen Social. He Network also worked on House really of Cards. I didn't know that. Yeah, he was the first. He actually directed, I think, the entire first season. He was he was the driving force behind. Very it. impressive. That he was also a, was a good made, he, show. You know, he also the... di- he also directed a bunch of episodes of Manhunter, which is a great show. On Netflix. Oh, yeah, yeah. He produced. Yeah, he did produce the whole show, but I, he directed, I think, a bunch of episodes in the first season. And it, they just canceled it, which sucks because everybody loved it. And they just, uh, there was yeah. something, it, it has to do with a dispute with, I think, um, with, with budget and Netflix and him. And he's like, well, I'm not doing shit until I get what I want. And that's classic David Fincher. He does that too. <laughs> so. Yeah, no, I, and and I mean, he it was all based on the aspect of the the guy who created the, for the FBI, mm. who was um, what's his name's character was based. I on forget, but he's the one who discovered guy. serial killers. That's what the, the yeah, like about. well, well, not just serial killers, just the aspect of profiling. No, no, that's he what I, I created... that's what I meant. He penned the he discovered serial killers. Serial killers were always here, but he penned it. He was like the it, this was the guy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, there was a guy who 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 like basically like said. This is how we get into their mind to be able to catch them. Because I mean, I mean, I don't know if anybody who's ever like who listens to true crime nowadays. I mean, there's a there's a, there's a long running theory that right now in right now in the Midwest there is anywhere between three to five serial killers still running loose. Active, right now. active, yeah, active, active serial killers in the Midwest right now. Yep, it's crazy because because they, they, they there's no like there's no like uh, database. Of for murders because even still like people who are sex workers or that's a horrible way to say it but they're that's what they're only thinking about now people who are like have issues at the moment and that's where they that's where that's the kind of job they have they still have a stigma that they're just there and that's it they're just they can wise. thrive in that environment where there's they a lot can of thrive in that environment. people who could disappear without a trace and no one would know or care that is yep. the midwest right now and it's up in and of course up in uh, Alaska, Canada. There's a highway that's considered like the most dangerous highway in the world in regards to um, Native American and underprivileged women who they just disappear on that highway, just left or right. So, so I did want to ask one other thing before we go on to ratings. Um, I think one of you mentioned earlier that uh, this was probably very intentional on David Fincher's part that um ben affleck be a great option for playing this role uh, of nick i think i think he is probably some of he he depicted it very well i will just some say of his yes. best work i um, think that that's fair to say yeah so so i wanted to ask though on that note um does anybody have a a favorite ben affleck role that they want to throw out there I'm gonna get one out of the way and just take claim to it. Bartleby. Bartleby. From Dogma. Oh yeah, yeah. that's a good one. That's a good one. He, he is. That's a good one. That. That's a Talk good one. Talk about a relatable and comedic I mean, antagonist. I, yeah. I just I, I forgot the name of his character from Chasing Amy, but he was great in Chasing Amy. Um, I just can't. I, I think that this one might be my favorite, but like if I had to choose another one, since we're you know we're, we're talking, Holden McNeil was from Chasing Amy. He was hilarious. He was from from, uh, from uh, Goodwill Hunting. 
Yeah. Minor role. He was, yeah, he was great. He was, well, he, he was great in that too, but like, I think his character from Dazed and Confused was hilarious. Like, <laughs> oh, uh, what's his name? Uh, I forget his name. Fuck, too, what was his name? Hold on, I'll, I'll tell you what his name was. Yeah. I'll tell you what his name It was uh, O'Banion. O'Banion. Yes. That's right. O'Banion. O'Banion. Yep, yep, yep. O'Banion. Yep, yep, yep. There's also the Holden McNeil from Jesse Amy. And then, there, of course, there's the guy, Shannon, the guy from the uh, the men's dress wear. At uh, in Mallrats, <laughs> yeah, I forgot about that, that guy one. too. Yep. <laughs> that guy he too. was great. Where he's like, it's like he plays what, a good prick. He plays a really what good prick. What, what we is need this, to do some it, Kevin Smith films in the this best, place. We, we, need good do, we need to do one. Guys, I may you're choose, not, okay, we can do it, and I'm I'm okay with it. But I'm going to destroy them. I. There's two good ones. Just, there's two good ones, and it's which it, ones? to me dogma. To me, dogma is his best one. But outside of dogma, good, yeah. Outside of dogma, I just I do love the first Jay and Silent Bob. It's hilarious. So like that. Those are the. the but otherwise, <laughs> otherwise the rest of them are pure. Moochie moochies, motherfuckers. Yeah, I, I don't. Jay, Jay and Silent Bob <laughs> is snake, very snake, funny. Motherfucker. Yeah. So. Dude, no, like like there was that, like the scene where. And, and where he all he does is like, oh, I made her feel everything that she wanted her to feel. Like what? Like in the back of a Volkswagen? Like what are you talking about, dude? And it's just because he just he loved anal. That whole bit, the whole bit with him being just <laughs> all about anal. The whole movie was just great. What was, uh, what was his pet name? Uh, Boo Boo Kitty Fuck. Boo Boo Kitty Fuck. And he's the he's the he's the, he's the click commander because yeah. yeah the coalition. Oh, like, these right motherfuckers know. Yeah, I am the click dude, commander. I just, yeah. dude, I just I think he's he's so great. And I know that he got back. I know him and Kevin Smith. It's just we've we've gone from Gone Girl to this whole diatribe. But I know that a him better and Kevin, series to be honest. No, no but I think him and Kevin, I don't. Him and Kevin Smith had some real issues, dude. Ben after Affleck? Gigli, like yes, yeah, because Gigli was a pile of shit. It was a, it was, it was a steaming pile. But of he shit. was like, Kevin I mean, Smith was, was part of that. Yes, he was the director for the movie. Dude. Gigli, part of it. No, he, are you sure? No, no, actually, Jersey, Jersey, Jersey Girl, was, uh, Jersey Girl, yeah, Jersey, Jersey Girl. Girl. Because it's Ben Affleck and Jennifer Lopez. I understand where you got confused. Yes, 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 yes. Sorry, sorry. (laughs) This is like in two movies they had it. But no, but it was just like they, it was just, they they just, they got into a thing where they just didn't want to be around each other anymore, dude. Like one said something to the press and the other one just, it just escalated. Do you know what it is? Do you really know what it is? I don't know what it is. What is it? What was it? This is my guess. This is my theory of what it is. Ben Affleck is way bigger, has way bigger britches. And and he came from humble beginnings with Kevin Smith, and I think that that probably caused tension because honestly, Kevin Smith is a very B C D grade filmmaker, and he then is. you have Ben Affleck who's gone on to win Oscars and become an A plus filmmaker. So I think that there was probably tension there because Kevin Smith is not a good filmmaker. He's not. He's not. He's not, he's not even. An, he's not even a great writer. He's a good writer. He's hilarious though. He's a funny dude. He is. He's interesting. He's, like, in I person, love listening he's to him talk. Hell. I love listening oh, to great. him talk. He's great. And I understand all his Jerseyism and, and, and growing up in Jersey and stuff. So it, it means something to me. So I really like Kevin Smith. He's just As not a, speaker, a great he's filmmaker. Amazing. He's not. Yeah. <laughs> sorry. Which sorry. Did you know the Clerks 3 came out yesterday? Oh, it did? Oh, yeah. It came out. Is it yeah, streaming or is it in the, in, in the theater? Oh, I didn't check that. I don't know. Okay, but no, yeah, it, it came out. But yeah, here's the thing: the thing with him is that like they just for some reason they got into some like like 
hissy fit and they just didn't want to talk to each other. Like yeah. they stopped talking to the three he, years. And then like he showed up and they were able to like squash the problem. Mm-hmm. He and and Kevin Smith never said what it was about. He never put it to I, I know what cool it's about. about I just told you. Yeah, but yes, I get that. But I'm just saying that he never said it. Yeah. And so I guess they squashed it because you know he became he went back and did James Allen Boggs strike back and then that's the one that they did and he played Holden McNeil again. So he played himself he played Holden McNeil in the last movie they did because he came back to play him. So it's just they, funny they, to me too that it's also funny to me that like Matt Damon and Ben Affleck like came from these humble beginnings of Kevin Smith. Yes, you know, like dude, like it's so funny that? because they're they're a listers, they're great filmmakers, and then you're like, like they, came from like Kevin they, Smith. They, they like honestly like it's like it's like they owe their their careers to kevin smith to a certain yeah. degree yeah. you know because like kevin smith gave them their shots their, like maybe some of their start let's say yeah yeah no 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 he did I because they did they helped themselves in, uh, with in, hunting though i think that's really what no yes themselves. and they yes, did that on course, there. Oh, for but, sure yeah. but i'm just saying that like movie. you know like yeah. there's a scene that is a great in, movie no it's brilliant there's yeah. this there's the scene in uh in Chasing Amy where Holden McNeil is at that he's at that 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 whatever that move company show the like, movie company and oh it's, yeah movies movies that movies corporate office and 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 Matt Damon's just a yes man behind the guy he's just there it's like holy shit that's Matt Damon it's like holy fuck that, yeah Matt, why is he <laughs> Matt Damon was in Dogma too he's great in Dogma. Yeah, he was great in Dogma, yeah. dude. And then, of course, you know, you know, you know, what's it, the fucking Euro Trip movie? But uh, either way, oh, yeah, oh yeah, he um, was in that. I forgot he was in there for like three seconds. I totally Scotty forgot. doesn't know. Yeah. Scotty doesn't know. Yeah, he's, he's sitting on the stage. Yeah, <laughs> I forgot all I totally about that. Forgot. Oh and he my was god, dude. Scotty doesn't know. So yeah. <laughs> and he's got like a shaved head yep. with all these piercings. Yep. He's perfect. I totally forgot. So good. Yeah. Anyways, but all right, so ratings. let's go ahead and go to our ratings, bro. Derek. Yeah, let's go with Derek. Mm. Derek. Derek's been talking about his rings all night. Watch it all be right, like a 9.5. All right, let's get through this. How well it was made, 4.2. I think everyone can understand and agree with that range. Um, and then how much I enjoyed it, Four point. I'm sorry, 2.1. That's a 6.3. Oh, my God. This movie isn't a 6, Derek. It's not. That's just offensive. <laughs> okay, it's offensive, man. It's not a 6. <laughs> This is. Oh, I, can't I, I appreciate do that. your technical score. I think that's a solid score for the technical side. I think it's a little oh, low, but I just did not score. enjoy it. I did not enjoy it. Derek movie. does not like the feels. He's not a fan of the feels. It's not even that. It, it is just, that. Was, mm, okay, whatever. How? how it is is Derek that. Doesn't, listen, Derek's a sociopath. He doesn't like to empathize. Okay, that's what it is. <laughs> Derek's I'm not gonna correct you. Why not? I'm not gonna correct. Derek's all about slitting throats and swimming in people's blood. That's all he's yep, all about. That's what dude. he does. Yeah, dude, that whole scene. I can't lie. That when I saw that, I saw that scene. I was like, this was my reaction. I was like, oh fuck, oh shit. Yeah. Whoa, because I had never seen the movie. It's dude. a gross and scene. I was like, yeah. Wow, that's a lot. That is a lot. Waste of what film. you got, Tomas? What's your rating? Uh, all right. So, um. The motion picture for me is a strong, strong eight. I'll give okay. it a strong eight. Dude. Okay. I'm I, I, I enjoy the motion picture. It's the first time I've I've actually seen the movie. I've always wanted to watch it, but I've never had a chance to actually sit down and watch it. Yeah. So like like my wife has the book and everything. Like she's wanted to read the book, she's wanted to watch the movie, we just never got a chance to. Mm. And 
like this motion picture, like it was really, really good. Yeah. Like, I always like David Fincher movies. <laughs> like some of his movies, I don't have a real like inkling to watch. Like Social Network, I really never Dude, wanted you, to watch you, it. Honestly, you're doing yourself it's a good. disservice. You're doing yourself. I, a I understand. I, just, I, I think and, you, and, and, and I never had a want I to think watch that it. I may sit I down get and watch it, it but, but like I think you, I think you're really, I think you should watch it. I think you're going to be quite uh, I'm surprised. Making it a shot. Yeah, I think you're going to be quite surprised in how good it is. But eight's a solid score, man. I I respect that one a little a little bit. Yeah, a lot so that, that, that's my it. choice. Eight, eight, eight is what I feel it is. Okay, I'm going to give it a nine one. It's a nine one to me. I think it's a it's a fucking wonderful movie. It's fun to watch. It takes you on twists and turns. And I don't, you're, Derek. You uh, real talk. You are the first person I've ever met that does not like it. I've not met someone who said Gone Girl sucks. So <laughs> I, I I realize the irony in me saying this, but I think you need to diversify your friendship, sir. You <laughs> racist <laughs> son of a bitch. I'm saying it to the podcast. Uh, no, he's not racist. It was a joke. <laughs> I want to make sure that that's cleared. He is not you, a racist. No, it was funny. It was funny. It was bastard. funny. I got you. Oh my God. <laughs> Yeah, so so what was so what was the rating you gave it, Eric? Nine, nine, one. nine, one. nine, nine, one. Okay, okay. All right. Well, now that we've done that, we've done our ratings. Okay, let's go to our top shelf. All right, Derek, what's your top shelf for this week? Okay, just let's go with I one. Saw, okay, <laughs> just I saw one. the movie Bullet Train in theaters. Oh, oh man, how was is it great? It was fucking fantastic oh, man, I, I had a blast oh, it was so fun there were twists there were turns there was action but you don't and like it was all turns. on a bullet train you in japan <laughs> i loved every bit you don't bit like it. twists and turns though derek well was it was it, more was so like though? they didn't they it was more of like a reveal i would say like you didn't but what that's called they, a were, twist, they weren't yes. leading me they weren't leading me, misleading me down a path. Oh, okay. They were just like, oh, hey, this thing also. Okay. And you're like, holy shit, that's cool. Just the big reveal. Okay, so, I'm with you. I'm with you. Man, I, I had a blast. It was fun. It was quirky. There were good punchlines and action sequences. And there yeah. was shit coming left and right. And the whole thing was on a bullet train in Japan. He <laughs> said bullet train although, in Japan twice. He wanted to make sure everyone was clear. <laughs> it's bullet train I, in Japan. I will, I will poke one minor hole in, um, you know, a bullet train between Tokyo and Kyoto is something like four or five hours, not all night long. Like, uh, all right, like it's sunrise okay. by the time. He's, it, you know, yeah. Minor yeah. complaints. <laughs> minor complaints. You are just nitpicking. But it, was, it was enjoyable. It's, it's yeah. worth, I really it's worth enjoyed the, it. the price of the ticket. It is, it, man, it's easily worth watching uh, you know, wait. in the theater going to watch or or having your buddies over to watch this fucking movie. It, it's funny. Yeah. And it, man, good, good time. Yeah, it is a good time. It. I keep on hearing good, great good. things. I want to watch it. it. Yeah. yeah. I, I just will. I I like I like movies like that where it's just like out of left field and we know we're experiencing it, but it's just Brad Pitt is just so smart in regards to like just playing just funny characters. He's just he's a great guy. He's a great actor. Dude. Everybody loves Brad Pitt, him. man. Like I don't know anybody who dislikes him. He's just a great dude. I've, <laughs> you know. Maybe 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 Harvey Weinstein. Well, who likes Harvey? <laughs> the question is, who likes Harvey who Weinstein? Why Harvey Weinstein thing? Well, you said who doesn't like him. Yeah, yeah, yeah I get it. But who doesn't. likes Harvey Weinstein? That's the next question. Harvey Weinstein. Likes okay, Harvey okay. Weinstein. You got exactly. everybody. Everybody hurts this. Hates this guy. Just like who's the other one? Jeffrey Epstein. We hate him too. 
And Bob you know Weinstein what? Now, hates Harvey Weinstein. Now <laughs> we hate Bob Cos- Bill Cosby for all these people for good reason. You know, um, yeah. I also wanted to uh, briefly mention, I watched oh, the Joe Coy uh, special that came out on Netflix. Uh, that motherfucker is hysterical. I love his, his focus. First off, he just ad libs like a whole 25 minutes of the whole stand up based on some shit that happened in the crowd. And it was hysterical. And then on top of that, his whole focus of the entire show was enduring COVID and um, his, his climb to the success that he's uh, reached and the things that he has endured for his ethnicity and his background and spitting yeah. that in that. I got to watch that. Uh, yeah. Ugly side of society, man. It, it was, it was enjoyable watch. Okay. It was an enjoyable was a, watch. It's worth. All right. I'm glad I'm there okay. Was a, with there this was a scene. I saw I Joe Coy. <laughs> What'd you say? There was a scene. I saw of Joe Coy where he was talking about his uncle at a food, at a food, uh, at a food court. Where he was like, "Oh, I stuck on a straw." Like it was just, "Oh my god, I- I'll I'll find you guys the scene. And I'll send it to you." It's fucking hilarious. He's dude. a he's it's so funny. Isn't he dating or or married to uh, Chelsea Handler? He's dating Chelsea Handler. Yeah, yeah. I think I love Chelsea Handler. She's funny. She's very funny. I, she's, very dry humor. I but get it. She's funny. But you know why? It's, I it's, she's a Jersey girl, man. That's why I get. Like I just get it. And she, man, she slays me. That chick is gold. <laughs> anyway, Tomas, what you got? Uh, as far as top shelf for me, um, there's a few things, but like it was just just for shits and giggles. I watched the. Uh, the vampire movie because I, I love watching bullshit and I watched that uh, Netflix vampire movie with Jamie Fox and Snoop Dogg mm-hmm. Day Shift and oh, yeah, honestly, yeah, yeah. it's not like the most amazing thing to watch I ain't gonna lie but it was it was clever in the sense of what they did for the movie and how Jamie Fox kind of portrayed it and they also threw in of course you had uh, I forgot his name it's um. What's good? James Franco's brother, Dave. Uh, Dave Franco. Dave, Dave Franco. Franco. And Dave Franco is like, and I love. I, I don't know what it's about Dave Franco, but I love Dave Franco because he's such a moron. And yeah, he's funny. Movies yeah. he's just funny. And so, like, it's there's a lot of good. There's a lot of good scenes between everybody, and it's just it's just like to pass the time and enjoy yourself for just like for an hour and a half. It's it's worth just sitting there watching, dude. I that's my that's my that's my that's my top shelf. I think it's just just good time just to watch, just kind of just not even worry about what you're watching. Just enjoy yourself, just pass the time. It's just a popcorn flick. That's all it cool. is. Right. So I would, I would like shift. to I would like to mention that when we talk about these movies, you know, I mentioned Bullet Print Bullet Train, you're talking about Day Shift. These are fun, casual movies. Yes. Um I I, I have missed that. Like yes. just a, a casual throwaway funny watchable just fun film um mm-hmm. and perhaps it's just me a little bit burnt out on watching this shithole of a gone girl movie just thinking too much <laughs> about it and and and, the, and the and the messed up part hold on i'm gonna give you a compliment the messed up part is you watch flawless execution of cinematic creation and still hate it it's just painful. It is painful as a cinephile to watch something like it. you watch gold 
molded into an actual believable turd. And you're just like, oh, <laughs> come on. Like, it was gold. You could have made anything. Eric, what's your uh, top shelf? Derek, you Jesus are Christ. a pompous, arrogant, smug, <laughs> white <laughs> man. <laughs> you know what? I On, on oh all accounts, I will plead guilty. <laughs> God. Oh, well, my God. Um, everything you just said was utter bullshit. <laughs> so that's the first thing. <laughs> I want. I want to be very clear. I asked about. for your pick, sir. <laughs> <laughs> um, my pick is I'm leaving the podcast. <laughs> okay, that's my pick. Just wait for my uh, next episode. Oh my pick, I know. Oh, I want to go and know if I can be here for it. But um, uh, no. <laughs> so I'm. I, I. I think I haven't trouble picking one because there's a few shows that I've actually watched over the last like month that we haven't seen each other month and a half, but. Um, I'm going to mention a show that I didn't haven't even finished yet. I think it's just uh, when you talk about like again, wonderfully made. It's it's beautifully made. Um, it's an Apple TV Plus show called Severance, dir- directed by uh, Ben Stiller. And yes, uh, I heard of it. it is it. it is not a comedy. It's a very Twilight Zone esque story that um, is just one long story instead of a one short story like the actual Twilight Zone. Um, and the idea is it's about a company that has the option for you to go work for them and you don't remember anything about it in your real life. So it's like when you go to work, it's like you're, you, it feels like they're walking in the door and then walking out of it because their whole day is blank is blank. Yeah. So the, the, there's a work life and there's work and then there's life. And there's no that you don't have to balance it because there's no cross pollination between exactly. The two. So you're no. the same person, but you don't remember anything in your work life, and in your work life, you don't remember anything outside of that life, outside of that work life. So when they leave work, it's like they're coming right back in the door again. Very very cool concept. I'm only about four episodes in. Me and my wife love it. And we're just I've heard intrigued. a lot of really good stuff about yeah. that. We're just intrigued. And I, I, I kind of feel weird about it because I, I tried to watch the first episode when it first came out, which it came out a few months ago. Um, and for some reason, I just wasn't feeling it. I was like, this show, I'm not, this show's not for me. And then I kept having people like, yo, dude, watch it again. Please give it another give it shot. Back. Give it another shot, like over and over again. And I'm really glad I did because I don't know what I was missing the, that, that first time I was watching that first episode. But it's a, it's a really cool show. Severance is great. That's cool. Guys, check it out. Yeah, I mean, right. you got to be in the right headspace, honestly. Yeah, um, honestly, yeah. I tried many times to start Game of Thrones years ago, and mm-hmm. I just could not, could not get past the first two or three episodes. Me too. This new House of Dragon. I am, I'm entrenched in it. Are you? Did you watch like, Game of Thrones at all, or no? Or you, you I never got past those. Like, you couldn't second get it because okay, I couldn't either. So you're telling me you really like House of Dragon, though. Oh yeah, for sure. It's oh, great. Well, maybe I'll great try show. it. Maybe I'll try it. Yeah. I think I think the reason you like House of Dragon more than anything else is because there's a like what's happening what happened in Game of Thrones is basically like House of Dragon and they went they like the the main guys who created Game of Thrones didn't do their own thing even though they kind of listened to George R. R. Martin. Like this new show is like really listens to George R. R. Martin. Like he's a big pivotal part of the series whereas the other one was like going off of his books that like he wasn't really like 
doing anything like now like they're like what do you think of this is what do you think of this is you know what i mean like he's really mm-hmm. a part of the creation of the show whereas the other one it was just like going off his, his source material so yeah so it's, yeah. I, I can see i can see where it would be like a big like lore thing too so well that's and that's kind of the thing i was really frustrated with game of thrones because on paper it is right up my alley it it checks all the boxes right and for whatever reason i just I, I couldn't. It wasn't for me. I, maybe I wasn't in the right headspace at the time. You know, maybe if I tried it now, I'd, it'd yeah. have a better shot. But I mean, shit, it's like, what is it, like eight or nine seasons and they're hour long episodes? Eight seasons. Shit, I don't, I don't know if I got the time for all that. Yeah, I, mean, yeah. I, I get it. No I get it. It was, it was <laughs> yeah. the last season was much more of a bear than the one than it should have been. But yeah, well, I yeah, get the, it. Des- I get it, the, the disappointment that everyone has been touting yeah. over the how that show ended. Yeah. Anyway, like the seventh yeah. season was amazing the battle of the bastards was a perfect episode it was amazing to watch but no but yeah the last season was just it was it just was a disappointment all over. but i'm enjoying house of the dragon i'm enjoying uh rings of power um and i'm still kind of casually watching she hulk and stuff but um boo (laughs) it's 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 a it's a low priority show i'd rather watch lower decks uh, the Star Trek Lower Decks <laughs> show than than She Hulk, I think. All right, so Derek, what is your now 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 that we've gone through our top shelf, we've gone through our ratings. Derek, is it time? Drum it's time. roll! It is time, sir. Okay. What is the choice for the next episode, Eric? I'm going to grant you a reprieve, sir. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Thank you. It's coming. I've got one stacked. I've got two that I know you're going to love and I can't wait to give them to you, but I'm going to give you another break just because I think it's a little bit of a bell. No, I would love to show you guys get bell, but I don't think Eric would like bell. Um, The the movie that I am going to pick. It's a bit of a wild card. I would say this has, I watched the trailer. I'm I've read about this and I am very interested in what this movie is going to bring to the table. It could be garbage, but it's called Vengeance. <laughs> oh, came out this year with written by Novak. BJ Novak and yes. stars, uh, you know, Ashton Kutcher and Boyd uh, Holbrook Ray and uh, yep, yep, yep. So um, I watched the trailer for this. This I, it randomly popped up on my radar and I yeah, even watched yeah. a few of the clips that showed like scenes of the movie. And I'm, 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 I think I haven't seen it yet. So don't hold me to this, but I think this is a better execution of what David Fincher was trying to do. <laughs> oh, oh my shit. God. So, so that's a tall word. Yeah, bro. bro that's, that's a really, <laughs> really crazy. When, when it comes to enjoyable, uh, film not I, I have no idea about the execution of this thing I have not seen that much of it who knows how you know good BJ is when it comes to directing but I am I, I have high hopes for this it, the trailer man you just compare really... BJ Novak <laughs> to David Fincher oh god and granted, you know, you, know Novak, you should understand that I did that intentionally I get to it. make you mad. I get it, and you succeeded. I'm crawling up under your skin, oh, and you succeeded. God. But I'm BJ Novak, like and puppet, listen, man. I'm not discounting <laughs> BJ Novak. I'm not. I'm not discounting BJ Novak. He's great, but you nah, just compared him. That's debated. To David Fincher, dude, he's responsible for the Office, bruh. Yeah. Okay, BJ Novak is is very very good. Great. 
He's a great man, writer. He's a dude. good comedy writer. He's, he's a, a great writer. writer. What are you talking about? Did you watch the I, Office? He's, he's, he's a great the writer. Office he's, is he's, fantastic. He's an underrated don't get me wrong. I don't think he's got the back catalog to tout great yet. The well, let's Office go ahead and hold at, it now. Derek, The Office is looked at literally. <laughs> the Office is one show. De- Derek, one show. Derek, The Office is almost looked at as the best sitcom that has ever been made. This kid oh, was I'm, a I'm okay. kid. I'm okay with he it. He was a kid great. when he wrote that. He's great. He's I mean, not, he's let, not let, good. Let's, let's 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 hold we'll back see. because we will see. Let's based watch on the Ricky movie. Gervais's show because it's based on Ricky Gervais's show. I, I, I get it, but he only had one season. He didn't succeed. I DJ get it, Novak but the did. reason for the office <laughs> is because of Ricky Gervais. No, 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 no. I'm just saying. Okay, I'll give you that. The concept of the office was Ricky Gervais. But you still yes, have to write. The, it. You still have he to write the television it. show. True. Okay. <laughs> True. No, you're very right. So, How many episodes did he write of that show? Almost a lot of them. He was an executive producer. He wrote probably hundreds of episodes, and he was hilarious in it. Okay. He asked so good. He was. He's very underrated. All All I'm saying is I haven't seen it. Let's watch the movie. We'll see. Let's see where it goes. But the trailer. It shows it looks a good. lot of promise. You it guys should check good. out the trailer before I you watch it because I was. I, I, very I've impressed. seen the trailer. Is, the trailer this, is this theater? Or streaming? Very interesting. Uh, I think it's already out now. It was on. It was on theater. I think it's also streaming as well. Okay. So all right. So um. So this we've done vengeance. the top shelf. We've done and we're gonna watch vengeance. We've done our the picture. You can next stream week. it everywhere, but you gotta pay for it. Yes. So You're always making let's me drop and, money, bro. Like stop, for real. dude. Well, look, real. Uh, hold on, let me tell you. Uh, it is cheapest. Well, it's the same on all of them. It's twenty bucks on all of them. Yeah. Gosh, yeah, Derek, I'm gonna start having you bankroll these. Look, go to the movies, <laughs> see it in the theaters. Shit, start, it's cheapest. Yeah, I'm gonna okay, yeah. Then send me a, an AMC gift card so I can go to the movies. <laughs> is this because uh, of the stand up desk? Yeah, I'm yes. pissed. Yes. Okay. <laughs> no one mentioned that Tomas was standing at his desk as well. I know. I saw it. <laughs> oh, my but God. But yours looked electronic, <laughs> and Tomas's looked like a normal person's. Yeah, it's, <laughs> like it's he like, hydraulics. Exactly. Eric's like, this is not even Yes. So I have a quote. I have a quote, and it's actually a good quote, and it's the quote that you actually see in the beginning of the fucking movie. Um, I think it's probably the best quote of the whole time. It's when uh, Nick is there looking at his wife when she's on his stomach, whatever. And it's the, he says, it's the first lines of the movie. He's like, when I think of my wife, I always think of the back of her head. I picture cracking her lovely skull, unspooling her brain, trying to get answers. The primal questions of a marriage. What are you thinking? How are you feeling? What have we done to each other? What will we do? And on that note, good night, folks. Have a good evening. <laughs> know, that was like the most macabre way to end this. I mean, but that's... It was I mean, a really could, good quote. Really good it one. Is I was very glad good you quote. said that one. Yeah. I mean, because, I mean, every Isn't other how it movie opens? is super it's macabre. Close, that's right? exactly how it opens. Yeah, that's I the, mean, that's the we, first lines. Yeah. I can always think of another quote. Like, she says, we're so cute. I want to punch us in the face. I don't really give a shit about that. You know what I mean? Like, that's not, not what I want to no, hear. That was a good quote. That was a good note. But that quote, quote is the best quote in the movie because every aspect, it, it, it completely encompasses every part of the movie of how fucked up these two are. So, yeah. but anyways, 
that's our movie, everybody. We'll see you. In the, we'll see you next time. Peace.